Hi, guys and gals. Welcome to the asylum. Tonight, Tom and myself have been joined by a new pivot man, uh, Mr. Michael Johnson, 417 Fox. Ooh, yeah. Well, How are you? Doing good, man. I am uh, I am probably as excited as I could be to ever be on a podcast is here tonight. Hell yeah, that's what I like to do. So the reason why Michael's excited is we have yeah. a special guest, somebody that we've been uh, chasing ass and trying to get some somebody to come on for the past, I don't know, month, month and yeah, a half. It's months. been longer than that. Six months? I don't know. It's been a couple months. <laughs> so so 16-time world champion in uh, streetcar super nationals, outlaw 10-5. You name it. Uh, MPK season two champ, Mr. Yes, Mike Marillo, is joining us on the spot. Thanks for having me, guys. How are you, buddy? So I'm cool, doing, man. doing good, brother. I'm, I'm actually a little bit under the weather today, but uh, I, I, I stayed home and, and – took some day quill and and tried to get a little better because i wasn't about to cancel on y'all again i appreciate you listen i've been sick for like weeks my voice i don't even know it's been like a month now no johnny yeah yeah every bit it, just, it won't come back man i get it i get you so i appreciate you coming on dude so listen i'm not gonna even fuck around like i got a question i want to know right away yeah right so do you remember the first time you went took a pass in a in a, in a car on, oh, a, yeah. on the track. Yeah. Yeah. What, what no kind doubt. of car was it? Was it, it a was Mustang? A, it, was, it was a Mustang. Yeah. It was, it was a, my convertible Mustang, which is the first Mustang I had. And it was all the way back in 1991. Okay. Damn. What track? So, yeah. It was a long time ago. Alamo Dragway here in San Antonio, Texas. It's, it's, it's been long gone for a while now, but it was Alamo Dragway. Wow. Quarter mile, At, eighth mile? It was quarter mile. What did it run? So this is kind of a funny story. So, um, I, I had a buddy of mine who was supposed to go with me. And, and every time it was time to go to the track, he was one of those that liked to talk about it, but didn't really want to go. And I don't know if he was worried about everybody knowing what is, how slow his car really was. You know what I mean? I, I, I still don't know, but either way he had stood me up like two or three times. Cause I had never been to the track before. And so this first time I went, I went by myself and uh, I had to borrow a helmet from the track and, Long story short, I, I, I was, it, it had the, had it going, the time was going. And so I could see the time as I went underneath it. And so I saw 13 something, you know what I mean? I mean, it was still 13 when I went underneath it. So I was all excited and I had, you had to get out and you, you, what you wouldn't drive up. You had to get out and walk up to the time slip booth and they would give it to you. And so uh, I walked up there and the lady hands me the time slip and it says 15 something. <laughs> and I'm like, I said, I don't think this is my time slip. And she said, what's your car number? And I confirmed it. And she said, that's your time slip. So I didn't want to argue with her. She was one of those uh, girls that just was in a bad mood. She probably didn't like her job. So I went out there and did it again. And same thing. I saw the clock and it was 13, clearly 13 something. And I got another 15 second time slip. And uh, so I did this like two or three times. And I finally got enough courage the last time I was up there. She gives me one more. You know what I mean? One more 15 second pass, we're going to have problems. Yeah. And so I told her, I said, there is no way that it's a 15 something because it's 13 something when I go underneath it. And she said, hey, dummy, the finish line is another 200 feet. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're nice. at a thousand foot mark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's great, dude. That's, that's what I thought, you know. Yeah. So is that what got you hooked on drag racing or are you kind of like no, eyeballing the, it before that? 
the sorry guys, I had something come up on the screen. No, the street the street racing is what really got me going. Um, I mean, I, I was kind of a late bloomer getting into drag racing as it was. Um, I didn't really, you know, I, I was into sports. You know, I was I was thinking I was going to be a professional football player. So you know, I I didn't have anything to do with drag racing until I was probably 20, 21 years old. Really. And so, yeah, so I, so that's why I was so, you know, I, I'm from Ohio and I, and I literally, if I would have stayed in Ohio, Kilcare would have been my home track. And, um, but I'd never been there before. And so uh, I got a, I got a late start in it. And, uh, you know, when I did, man, I was hooked, line and sinker. So you played okay. football, like hardcore yeah. football? Yes. Like, that's yeah, it. You don't know nothing about Tom. Yeah. yeah I don't know sport. shit about it. I never said sport, I knew shit Tom. about it. Yeah. My, my dad man was a uh, semi-pro football player. Um, he could have gone a lot further if my mom wouldn't have blew it for him, but uh, he was a quarterback. I couldn't throw a ball, but I was, I was, I loved to hit. So I was a linebacker. And so um, anyways, long story short, that just wasn't the path that God chose for me. And so, uh, you know, it, it kind of, uh, when it went away, I was lost for several years because that was my life growing up. I mean, yeah. like when I do stuff, guys, I do it dumb. Like I, I like I think, sleep, all of it. I mean, it, nothing else matters except for football or was drag racing later. You know what I mean? So it's like an addictive personality. Yeah, type. yeah. I'm, so the, think, I'm the exactly, same exact way. If exactly. I get into something, I have to do it like 110 yep. percent, or I can't do yep. it at all. I get that yep. mentality. And so that's really what happened is that I was, I mean, after football ended for me in high school, um, I mean, I was lost until I got into drag racing and then, man, I was, I was vamped up, hyped up and I was ready to rock and roll and all started with street racing, of course. Right. Uh, so what was your first Fox body? So the very first one, the first car that I had, of course, all my buddies laughed at me because it was a uh, 1990 convertible Mustang convertible GT, the heaviest fucking Mustang you can buy. And, you know, but back then I didn't realize, you know, the weight to horsepower factor. I mean, that was, I was just a dumb football player. So I didn't know any better. I wanted to put the top down and go cruising. But uh, so anyway, so I, I got a convertible and then shortly, I probably had it for about a year. And then um, I ended up getting a, the coupe, the famous original coupe that I had. Um, I was right. working, I was working part-time at a vet clinic, believe it or not. And uh, I came out of the vet clinic, and across the street was a used car dealership. Were you shaving store. cats' butts? Yes, I was. All <laughs> <laughs> the above. <laughs> yep, yep. Then I worked. Then I worked at. Uh, you guys remember uh, Hilo or not Hilo? What was it? Uh, Chief Chief Auto Parts. I used to work at Chief Auto Parts. Okay. And so that's how I got my original partner when we went into business. And the, I don't know if you guys remember, but I used to have a company called Texas Jam. Yeah, I and uh, remember it. The, the I don't know. For, I don't know about that. What what is that? I yeah, so know. that was the original company that we started way back in the early '90s, and uh, and that stood for Jeff and Mike. And so Jeff was my buddy that worked at uh, Chief Auto Parts with me, and and we got into all sorts of trouble. We used to switch each other's name tags, so if one of us would get in trouble, it was really the other one that was getting in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to start doing that at car shows with John. Yeah. <laughs> well, hell, ain't nobody going to fall for that shit. I'm like four times bigger than you. <laughs> I should Let's buy one of those fucking more. inflatable fat suits and run around. Tom, I will buy How big you. are you, Big Daddy? How big are you? I am uh, 330 right now. How tall are you? Six foot. Okay. That's not bad. <laughs> I thought you were going to say five six. No. That's no good. No. That's no good, no. Big Daddy. No, six foot three thirty. 
I've got yep. to lose some damn weight though. I'm 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 gonna be hitting it hard and heavy come first. Good, good, good for you. And you you can do it. I said that's kind of another story we can get into. But uh, when I when I got cancer, man, I I was I ballooned all the way up to 320 pounds. Yeah, and uh, it was it was it was hell. But we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, that's how my that's how my career started. It was. Um, you know, I started working on guys' cars that would come by my, oh, I, so I basically started a shop out of my house. And so we were constantly hiding from code compliance because, you know, you're not supposed to start a business. And yeah. so and, and, and so a couple of times we dodged a bullet and, you know, we would see the little Chevette would pull up, you know, and it said San Antonio code compliance. And we're like, oh, shit. You know, so this first time she came by, thank God we weren't out in the garage or out in the driveway working on a car. But after about two or three times, she finally she got us. She got us. And, and so that she kind of forced my hand into having to go open up a shop. And, man, that was one of the most scary things yeah. of my life, because I was like, how the hell am I going to pay rent? You know what you I mean? Young, you were young at that time too. Man. Yep. Yep. How old were you? I was 24, 23. Okay. Because I we had my first kid when I was 25. And um, but yeah, I was 20, 24, 23 years old. Just that a young was, uh, let's see what, 94? Yep, because I was born in uh born in 68. So okay. no, I would have been no, no in 94, I would have already been 28. So 92. Yeah. Well shit, yeah, Mike, how old are you? I'm 55. Fuck, bro, you look good for 55. He looks good for 55. Looks on young, man. He looks look way younger than you do, John. How old do you think Tom is? <laughs> How old does he look? I don't know. He's got some shade going to him, I can see. And so I like the dark, I like the dark bro. Thing. I don't like He, he kind of looks like Manny Baginga. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> well, it's just the shade, bro. <laughs> just because you're, you're in a dark room. Hey, do you have any pants on? I hope you got pants on. No, I definitely, I definitely, John might not. He never wears, he never wears pants. Yeah, you he's, like, he's fucking fantasizing again. He does that every once in a while. Every yeah. now and then, shit, or it's okay though. So the first convertible, what happened to it? So, um, so I, I was also married. I got, I got married in 90, 91, 92. And, uh, and she had a Dodge Colt. And so, uh, mm. and she didn't want that car. So when I found the, well, that's what I forgot to tell you. So when I found the notchback, my original notchback, you know, obviously then everything started clicking. That's the car that I want. You know, I don't want this convertible anymore. And so I talked my wife at the time into, she took the convertible and then I took the, the notchback and uh, we lived in an apartment complex at the time. And so in one day I switched out the motor transmission and, and, rear end and we just went from one car to the other and we just swapped everything no shit and so yeah so so once i got my notch back then i was realizing the the weight per yeah. horsepower factors yeah. how much better that was yeah well, actually that brings a good question what was your very first car um it was a 1972 volkswagen station wagon and i called it the love goat Dale, yeah that, that's like this fucking guy yeah, <laughs> three beetle yep yeah, that's, yeah, that's it was so shit. damn loud. I I would sneak out of the house, and my sister and I would have to push it down the road so we didn't wake up my dad. It was so <laughs> fucking loud. And of course, going back to the house was easier because you just shut it off a couple blocks away. And yeah, you, and you coast. That's funny. But, shit. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. You older guys love Volkswagens, I guess, Johnny. I guess that's what it is. It's not a love. It was a need, man. I I, 
I was I was never one of those guys that I, I didn't really care about what it was. I just wanted transportation. I wanted to be able to yeah. go from one place to another easily and not have to re- rely on anybody to give me a ride. So, and my uncle bought my first car for me. He paid three hundred bucks for it, and so uh, it was perfect. That's cool. How yeah. many kids do you have, Mike? We have six: four girls, two boys. Wow, bro, Woo! that's a handful. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Really- oldest one is. I always get this wrong. How old is she, babe? 29? 29. And my youngest is 13. That's that's Prince William? Yes, Prince William. Is he still yeah. is. He, you guys still have him doing some uh, drag racing? Uh, you know, I, it, it is a sore subject, not for them, for me, because I've been so busy. We've been so busy. And, and what's happened with the Street Outlaw stuff is that they, as, as much as I've tried to make it happen, they will not allow junior dragsters to run at any of the street outlaw events, which means, you know, we could carry his car around, but we can't run. You know no, what I mean? And so, for insurance reasons. Yep. Yes. For insurance reasons. So, so we started leaving the, the car here in San Antonio because we had some good friends of ours that would take William Jr. Racing uh, while we were gone, you know, last year, but this year was a complete fumble guys. I've been a horrible father. We have not been able to take his car out one single time but he's also gained about 75 pounds um he's he's a big boy in football he loves football and that's what he's into right now so how big a boy is he he's uh five seven almost five eight and he's uh two well i okay so that's i hear i hear the wife in the background yeah here we go so so we're at the shop and i said i said get your ass up on the scale right there and he got up on the scale and went 199 200 and then backed off to 199 and a half so from this point on it's not 200 guys it's 199.5 there you go that's what i'm starting to go by too tom damn it yeah (laughs) yeah right i'm going to do the point six the point threes (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he, well, Lisa's hollering at me that he's down to 190 now, so he lost a, he lost some weight from. He must have went and took a shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he he's so he's he's kind of following my footsteps in both ways, and you know and that kind of leads me up to you know us not wanting, not knowing what we're going to do next year. Um, I don't know if you've seen the schedule that they've been giving us, but it is guys, it's just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And how many uh, months were you guys on the road this year? It'd be easier to tell you how many months we were home. We were only home uh, probably two months, two and a half months out of the whole year. Real talk, how hard is that? It's it's recently it's it's virtually impossible. I, it, it's to the point now that I'm I'm you know I'm I'm still grateful I'm able to do what I'm doing, but it's it's uh, it's just too much. It's too much, and we're not having as much fun and. Uh, you know, the one of the biggest things is that uh, missing my son's football games. You know, he was in eighth grade this year. And so we saw his first game before we had to go on the road. But then after that, mama flew home for one. And so she got to see another one. But I missed all of them except for that one. And I and I cannot and will not do that in high school. Yeah. Because, guys, let's face it, he can always drag race. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. he, he can, you know, the fact that he's not racing this year, I've t- kind of talked about that already. But he's he can drag race for the rest of his life. It's not often you get to play organized football, especially in middle school, especially in high school. Texas football is king, right? I mean, anytime I go to Texas, you know real fast the culture that's in Texas around football. And it's serious. I mean, it's serious where I'm from, but, you know, I'm originally from Arkansas, but, you know, Texas, buddy, that's, 
it's, it's business. Oh yeah. That, that's the only reason I even moved down here. Cause my, my dad's family is from here in San Antonio and my mom is from Ohio. But uh, my uncle called me up one time and, and he said, uh, if you're serious about going to college, playing college ball and eventually into the pros, he says, uh, you can't do it where you're at. You're going to have to come to Texas. And, yeah. and I literally this is how into it I was, guys. I literally packed up and I was gone within two or three days when summer had first started. I got the phone call from him and I was gone. I packed up what I could fit in a suitcase and I was gone. And okay. off to Texas I went. So let me ask you a question, Mike. If you were that serious about it, what made it end? I quit. I quit. It's one of the biggest mistakes I've ever made. Um, in fact, uh, I think that's what kept me going with what I do now is that, uh, you know, I, I came from, and I, these aren't, these are excuses, but it is, I mean, they're, they're real. Is that when, you know, Texas ball, like what Michael was just saying, it, it it's a, it's a, it's a business. It's not a, it's not just a sport. Yeah. And uh, I went from a coaching staff that we knew was hard on us, but they cared about us. And then I came here and I didn't have my dad with me, who was really my, my, what would you call that? You know, my, rock. my person, my rock, my person to lean on. And he it's stayed in Ohio, obviously, because, you know, our family was still there. And so I came here to live with my uncle and my uncle was going through a divorce. And so I've, I had to go through the the new Texas football program and it was, they were tough on me. They acted like they didn't know my name and it was just a weird, it was head games is what it was guys. But when you're 16 years old, I just turned 16. It's stuff that I wasn't equipped to deal with. And yeah. uh, I ended up quitting two games into my junior year. And I'll never forget when I went to say I, I was going to quit to my coach he left the room and said, I need you to think about this because if you quit, you're going to be a quitter for the rest of your life. And sure as shit, you know, he came back in and I was already done. I already made my mind up. I wasn't. Well, I, I would say, anymore. I would say that quitting obviously is never something we would promote for anyone. Nope. But you definitely ain't a quitter for the rest of your life. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think you proved him wrong there. And, in a lot and of I've ways. taken that, I've taken that desire and I hear what my coach told me. You know, every every time times get tough, like this year, you know what I mean? Every time times get tough, you know, you're going to be a quitter, you know, and so. So we, let's talk about this year. You got, you got sick. Yeah. Yep. So give, give us the lowdown yep. on that, if you don't mind. So it, it kind of started at the end of last year. Um, you know, living the life that I live is not a healthy life to begin with as far as, you know, eating late, you know, just all the, just imagine what you guys, when you guys go racing on the weekend, right. You guys know what it's like. You go into waffle house and you're, you know, all the shit you do at the racetrack with your homies and your buddies, just imagine doing that for 32 events per year. And so I ended up getting sick at the end of last year, but I, it came from something different. It came from dyno tuning for 15 years straight, I'm sure. But anyway, so at the end of uh, September of, of this last year, we had a break and we were in Tulsa. And so we were doing our maintenance on the car and I had, I had not feeling real well. I'd been feeling well for a couple months and I, I spit and I'm not a spitter, but you know, when you get congested, you know, every once in a while yeah, I'll yeah. spit because it's such a nasty habit. But anyways, I spit and I did a double take. I was like, what the fuck is that? And it was just full of blood. And that started my my journey into, yeah, though that was, Lisa says that was June. So that, that happened in June. And uh, by the time I got home, 
July with doctor's appointment. But by the time I was able to get diagnosed and, and what have you, it was about as worse as it could be. It was stage four lung cancer. Yeah. And uh, most people don't recover from that. And yeah. uh, been extremely lucky, extremely blessed that uh, I, I have a, I'm glad she's here because she corrects me. Um, but I have wives a, always do, brother, way yeah. smarter than us. What, what is it called? A cell mutation? I have I have a rare gene mutation which allows me to take a target therapy drug that's only available to maybe one percent of the cancer patients. No oh, shit. Wow. And so yeah, it's a very powerful drug and it works extremely well. And but unfortunately, ninety nine percent of the cancer patients can't can't take it. And so yeah, well, good I mean, for you, man. I'm glad yeah. to hear that. And so, you know, we, we started on that drug and, uh, but, but one of the problems with that drug is that weight gain. Holy shit. I mean, I was already a big boy. I was two, 270 and change. And, um, I had, uh, ballooned all the way up to 320. And that's one of the side effects of this, of this therapy drug, this target yeah. therapy drug. And so, and you're going to yeah, and, and bone and how tall? And stuff. I'm sorry. You're how tall? You're how tall? I'm 5'10". Okay. He's just. Two inches short. I, I, I remember something, you know, when you was doing, you did that YouTube video, which was, I can only imagine how hard that was. It was. To yeah, share, it was but it was, but it was real. Um, because I, I, it hit I a lot of people hard and it probably made a lot of people think yeah. differently about yeah. their situation and about other people's situations that are facing, you know, those instances like that. And, it, you know, it hit me hard. And I remember one of the things you said in that video was, you know, and also, you know, talking about weight and those things too. And like cancer loves sugar. Yeah. You know, I, I to be honest with you, I'd never, you know, my wife works in the medical field and I never heard of that either. before. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know that either until my, uh, until my, my doctor told me, he said, cancer loves sugar and all these cookies. I was a cookie monster. And I got, I got an addiction guys. I really do. <laughs> Lisa's got to hide stuff from me or I'll, I'll start eating it, you know what I mean? From pies to cookies and you know. But anyway, like, it, it, it's no joke, man. It it so cancer has affected. I mean, cancer has touched everybody. I mean everyone. It, whether everyone. it's you yourself or whether it's a family member. We just lost our, our sister, and uh, I mean that was tough this this past year. So it's been a bad year for us. However, I also got my life back at the same time that all this tragedy and bad shit was going on, uh, you know, at the beginning of the year, right before we took off on the road, I was given a full remission report and I got a second one also. So this last time we that went in was so about a month and a half. That is so awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, okay. I got to ask you though, when, when you, when the doctor first told you that news, like what the hell was going through your head? Like what, um, I, I'm I'm wired a little bit different. The first thing that went through my head is is just tell me what I got to do. You know what I mean? I'm I can't say I was in full panic mode because I I don't tend to be like that. I'm more of just tell me what I got to do. You know what I mean? Just don't tell me how much time I have. Just tell me what I got to do. And he never like did. not like not pity me kind of thing. No, no. And and that's what took so long for me to make that videos because. You know, I truly at the time, I just wasn't thinking right, but I didn't want that to be that. I didn't want that to define me and I didn't want a pity party. And I didn't want every time somebody sees me to say, hey, you know, how's the cancer going? But guess what? That's what's going on. But it's all right because, <laughs> you know, we're touching a lot of people. And, yeah, um, you know, like I said, you're not alone. There's there's so many people that are going through this nasty 
ugly, nasty disease that, you know, that, that has affected so many human beings, you know, family members to good friends. I mean, it's just, it's a horrible situation. I mean, for instance, just the people on this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Yourself currently, John was diagnosed with cancer at one point. My car was born out of cancer. Long story short, um, you know, my dad, my father passed away from cancer. People oh, I'm listen so sorry, to man. Yeah, people have listened to this. I know the story, but I'll give you a quick rundown. Yeah. My dad um, went from talking like you and I now to gone in a matter of like eight weeks. Oh, like esophagus, esophagus cancer. And I was raised by a single father, so I was really close with him. Oh, wow. And my car currently um, belonged to his best friend. So when he passed away, uh, I tried to buy the car for like 12 years. He wouldn't sell it to me. When he passed away, I was kind of like in depression. and Right. All, you know, you know the game. Oh yeah, and uh, he spotted that my father's best friend, and eventually, eventually sold me the car, and I kind of turned my energy into what that car is today. So, I mean, it's a serious thing, you know. Yeah, we've had quite a few people on here that talk about cancer. Uh, Lala Fox, um, yeah. she does ta- turbos for tatas. It's kind of breast cancer thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, we could just go on and on about the people who've been on the pod who've been impacted by impacted by it. I actually received a message today. Um, from someone who listens to the podcast thanking us. I'm not going to say his name, but I, I will just say that I know he listens and uh, I'm thinking about you, dude, you know, you know who you are. But his father had just passed away very recently within a, in the past couple of weeks. Man. And he said, thanking us. He wanted me to pass the word on to John and Jesse that, you know, his trips to the hospital, this podcast helped him kind of yep. take his mind off that. Yep. So, so many people that listen to us are impacted by it. And I appreciate you telling your story because uh, yeah. I know currently there's a lot of people dealing with it right now that listen. So it's yeah. very cool. And it's also, it's hope, right? Yeah, like, it is. No doubt. Here's, here's Mike Marillo. Everyone knows his name. Everyone knows your name. Um, diagnosed stage four lung cancer, bro. And here you are kicking fucking ass. Yep. And good yep. for you, man. Thank you, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry about your dad. Yeah, you know, um, I've come to terms with it, right? <laughs> yeah. It never gets better, but you come to terms with things and you move on and you just try to do the best that you can do. Yeah. And that changed my life, as I'm sure this is changing yours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, you know? no, no doubt. I mean, it, you know, the thing about it is, you know, even cancer survivors, I mean, they not trying to be negative, but you're constantly looking over your shoulder for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? You just constantly, you know. Is, is it going to come back? Is, is, is what's it back? next? You know what I mean? What's next? What's next? You know, yeah. and so, but, uh, you know, hopefully, I, I tell you what, it's changed my perspective on a lot of things. I mean, I think I, you know, that drive that I told you all that I have, it's uh, it's not taking that drive away, but it's just put it in more perspective when it comes to my family. Is that you know, is that kind of why you're looking at the schedule? Like, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe I need to rethink this. Totally I mean, I mean, yeah, there, there's so many different things, but, uh, you know, I, you know, the show has been such a great run. It's been so much fun. It's just, you know, I just don't know how much longer I can physically, you know, to, to do that. And I don't want to get sick again because I mean, right. it just taxes you. I mean, we are, you know, we had this year, we had nine events in a row back to back to back to back nine times. Uh, you know, we had 16 total events. <laughs> And, and prior to that, you know, we had more space in between the events. But, you know, last year we unloaded our car 
32 different times at 32 different places, guys. The year before that, 34. We were at 34 different spots, whether it be testing, whether it be racing, whether it be doing an appearance. And I mean, that's just, it's, it's tough. It it really is. And, you know, it's like your whole life. It is. Yeah, it it really is. And, and, And here's the thing. There's so many guys that would, that would die to do it. You know what I mean? They would, they would give everything they had to do it. And, uh, you know, so that's why I don't want to be, you know, looking to get, you know, you know I think, I think that's true, Mike, but on the same hand, I think that's easy to say for guys when they're not doing it. Right. Oh yeah. You know, right. It's, it's like anything else. Like everything always looks great from the outside looking in. Yep. You know? So, I mean, I get it totally. When, when you first got the call, for street outlaws when was that and what was going through your head then i'm curious about like the emotion like when you so, hey so mike was, you want to be on street outlaws What's it going was kind of it was kind of accidental so so what had happened was um i had chief uh reach out to me and uh and one of the reasons why they reached out to me because we didn't know each other we just knew of each other obviously um but he was him and murder nova were about to go turbos and so that's kind of how it all started. And they had Midwest streetcars going on and they wanted to start doing dyno tuning in their shop. So they kind of wanted to help me get them with software and uh, possibly help them do some tuning on their turbo cars. So that's kind of how it all got going. And to be honest with you, when I first got involved with them, I was not interested necessarily to, to go street racing. I mean, I, I had I had not street raced in years you know, prior yeah. to this, which was back in 2014, I want to say 2015, something like right. that. And so, uh, you know, I really, I really wasn't that interested in it, but then it kind of got brought up and you know, would you be one, wanting to do that and uh, ended up doing it. And here we are today. You know what I mean? So it was, it's kind of, it's gotta be so weird having the camera in your face like that. Very. That and it still is. I, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still not comfortable with it. I, I hate seeing myself on TV. I normally don't watch it to be honest with you. I don't, you know, uh, I'm not interested in seeing myself. I lived it. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, yeah. I don't need to, I don't need to watch it and see it, but, but yeah, so it's, it's definitely a different kind of, and then, you know, they, you gotta, you, they, they want you to bring your a game every single time you're on the camera. And I, and that's not me either. As far as uh, I'm not a shit talker. I'm not a, um, you know, let's, let's, stir up some drama. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just, yeah, it's fucking TV, man. They want not my nature, not my right, nature. Right. And so uh, big teddy bear. Well, I can say, I can say I've watched it and you know, I've watched it for years and I don't think you've ever represented yourself bad at all. Thank you. I appreciate that. You've you've always like, like the outstanding, you know, the, the, that dude who is always classy for sure. Yep. You know, in in my eyes and I'm sure John and Mike would agree with that. Except when they, when they film me yelling at Lisa, Ooh, man, I got some hate mail on that one. Yeah. But I mean, damn cookies. You, did you get hate for it? Oh yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. My God. Like well, they don't understand how how we talk to one another at times. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean she's, we're we're both obviously Hispanic and and it, she's very passionate and you know we get after each other at times and I mean it was just one of those. Like, but they only got me getting after her. They didn't get the other one. You know. Well, of course, other. of course. Even if they did, it still would have been <laughs> your fault. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, like let me ask these you people something on the, about on fucking, like these people on the internet, man. 
So, Mike, I got a quick question for you about how the um, video, videoing these events have changed over the last couple of years and with the production company that you guys have to work with. We're used to you guys couldn't necessarily video yourselves and putting out content yourself during the season and things like that. And with that, the, with that, uh, those things changing now and allowing you guys to kind of give fans a more firsthand view, uh, how has that kind of changed things for you guys, uh, you know, uh, between you and your, you know, fellow teammates out there being able to put out that content a little differently now? Right. Well, that that's one of the things that I haven't done very well in which, you know, especially coming up this year, we want to make a difference with is that I haven't taken advantage of that like I should have. Um, you know, like guys like Justin Swanstrom and, and some of these other guys to where they really took advantage of a stinky pinky is one of the best yeah. when it comes to it. And and we haven't taken advantage of that like we could have and should have, but we plan on it. And so, yes, that's a little bit different because prior, you know, you really didn't know what you could show and what you couldn't. You know what I mean? It was never a they would they would never give you a list of things that you can record and, and put out on social media. Normally you just got yelled at if you tried to do something and they didn't like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a little bit different now. They, they, um, they, they kind of, you know, they let us own our, the rights to our own name, which is a good thing. And so, you know, we just, we got to get better at that, that social media presence. Uh, Cause we obviously we have content, you know, from my sure. family stuff and, and to the race car and, you know, and so that that is something um, the fact that you brought that up is kind of funny because that's something we've been really talking about here in the last uh, week or so. Well, you should. I mean, you know, fans love that stuff. They love the kind of the behind the scenes look and what's going on in between. The, right. You know, you've done a pretty good. You, I know you say you're being harder on yourself than you should, because I've watched most of that content myself and it's all been enjoyable. Uh, yet you don't have to put a tons of production quality and editing in it yeah. to still be enjoyable to your true fans. Right. And yeah. I've watched your YouTube channel just blow up over the last couple of years. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's getting guys, when we, you and I first interacted, I looked at your YouTube channel back then and it was pretty small in comparison yeah. and it's not small anymore. And, you know, compared to where it was. So, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, that's, and, and your fans, they love to support, what you got yep. going on there, right? And, yeah, but I, and I, I think what kind of separates mm -hmm. us from most of my other comrades that are racing and such is that uh, we really, our fans are really into the family, uh, the, the family theme that we have. And it's not a theme. I mean, this is just how it is. And, you know, they're, they're interested. They're obviously interested in my health. I never thought that would be a situation, which once again, I need to come out with an update video. And that's my top of my list of things I got to get done over the next week or so. But I need to make out another one because there's so many people that have prayed and, and reached out and they want to know what's going on. And I just want to detail it out, you know, kind of like what I did the first uh, video with it and, and just kind of tell people that what's, you know, here, here's what's going on. Here's what's going on lately. Here's all the good news. And you know what I mean? So it's something I, I need to I need to do. And we plan on doing that very soon. Yeah. People feel like they're part of, you know, they're just kind of in there living it with you. I mean, there's not a lot of folks that you can look at and still look at, you know, you being an example of being so strong through losing your dad, losing another family, dang near getting burned alive, going through cancer in their matter of a couple of years. I mean, it, I mean, that's a lot to go through and still you got your head up high. You say, hey, we're still moving on. And 
I got this I thing. When I, when I reflect on that stuff, I mean, it's truly almost a lifetime of life-changing events that happened to us within a year's time. And it's just... So, it, like you lost your father in that same time? Yeah. Time. So, so, so what's crazy is my dad and I have been on the outs for a few years now. And, and you know, we've, we all have our process to bear. And, and my, it just got to the point that, um, I mean, I love my dad. But it just got to the point that it was healthier to not deal with him, um, you know, mentally, all the above. And so, unfortunately, you know, I had made that choice and, and we weren't talking, you know, like we have been in the past. And um, and then all of a sudden, just one day, just I don't know how many months ago, but uh, this year and he's gone. You know, he had a he uh, had a fall at the house and he lives with my sister and that's another video I want to put out just for once again, you know, recognition of things that can happen to our, our family, our, our, our parents, you know, yeah. um, you know, he, he lived at my sister's house and my sister's house. She lives out in the country and it's this kind of dangerous terrain. You know what I mean? This is not her fault. My dad chose to live with her. You know what I'm saying? And right. he was basically in a vulnerable, uh, dangerous situation and he fell and it cost him his life and it was all on videotape. Yeah, oh my God. yeah, it was. It, and I was one of the only ones that wanted to watch it, but I've watched it hundreds of times because I, I'm kind of not sick like that. I'm just I love to figure out what exactly happened. You know what I mean? And so it, it was just a freak fall that, you know, if he if he would have done certain things a little bit different. I mean, you know, hindsight's 2020. So, but So being that you guys were kind of on the outs when that happened, like, did you have any regrets about being on the outs? Not being on the outs um, because, you know, I, I felt like and I still feel like, you know, he did that. I, I didn't do that. He did that. Right. And um, but more regretful that I wish it I, more of I wish it wasn't like that. Does that make sense? Very, to 100 percent. It's hard to explain my emotions when it comes to it, that. But you um, don't you don't need to explain that to me because I again, I can relate to this um, through my mother. Like yeah. my mother, uh, I'm not going to get all the details right now, but we had, I haven't spoke to my mother since 1996. Uh, like she kind of walked out of us, did her own thing, blah, 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 blah. And uh, there's been times like I felt like I should reach out and maybe mend things. But I, again, I was in third grade. I didn't, not 1996, but when she left, you know. Right. I didn't cause this drama. You know, I didn't there you do, go. That, that, that's I didn't how do I this. Too. Right. I totally get it, man. Like I didn't do this to our family. You did. Yeah. Yes. You know, I wish it wasn't like that, but you call it, I understand completely. Yep. You know, yeah, Mike, uh, you know, with that, you probably, that's the things that you learn how to be a better father too. Just like we have I, I, my, when my dad passed suddenly, which um, it was the exact same type of situation. I hate that it was the way it was, but I don't right. have regrets that we were on the outs. You know what I mean? Because right. it was, you know, that was, but I always told myself, I'm not going to be that way because look, I still got right. his genes. And I still have his tendencies because that yep. stuff is true and that blood runs through me. But I yep. have to I stop and pause when I could potentially have that, you know, ruin a relationship with a child. Yep. You know, I've got, you know, I've got grown kids now and uh, I'm not going to be that dad, you know. Exactly. And if, if that's if, if, if that's what I can get out of this and that's what you got out of yours, you know, just to treat your kids differently and. And, you know, just just do things different. I mean, we got to change. We got to we got to change that cycle. You know what I mean? And um, my, my, right. like my you, you can 
you can come from someplace, but you have the opportunity to hit the reset button on the future. Yeah. Like your kid doesn't have right. to come from the same place you did. And that's your choice with you, which path you take. Right. Ultimately. Yep. No doubt. It's wild, man. See, everyone's got the same stories, man. Yeah, I know, right? That's crazy. One way or the other, right? Yeah. It's like one big yep. giant cluster. And these guys know that that <laughs> my dad, my dad passing actually gave me, you know, he didn't have a lot, but he had a little bit, and it gave me the ability, the financial ability, uh, to be able to get back into the Fox Body game. I did not have the financial means at the time, and I sold his uh challenger that he had that let me buy well. This car right here, they got um, that uh, it's it's uh, it's one the uh, first car ever restored, and it was a '93 Cobra clone. Nice. And it got yeah. it got totaled three weeks after I finished it, and me and my oh, daughter. You know what? I remember I remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah. I remember and, seeing. Yeah. I wasn't doing YouTube or anything. I, it, of course, this cast isn't about me, but just kind of tell you, you know how how things all happen for a reason. And that car got crashed. We got hurt. I would have never built another car. I would have never made the connections that I have with the people that I have now in the Fox Body community. I would have never bought the car that's I'm known by now. I'd have right. never been doing. I'd never be doing YouTube. I'd never be doing Fox at merchandise. I'd never be making trim bezels. I did none of that stuff would have never happened. Yep. My dad didn't pass. Gave me the ability to get back into the Fox Body. Then the car gets crashed, and then it's just kind of all. Well, there's always a plan, right? And yeah. Uh, so so, so, so my dad was a character. Let me tell you, to say the least, he, he would, he would, he would get, uh, he would lose his temper a lot. But one of the things that he would holler at me is that uh, he would, like, he would tell me, he says, you know what, I love you, but I sure don't like you. You know what I mean? Shit like yeah. that. And then, and then uh, there were, there were, he would. How he I would feel about me, John? Yeah. <laughs> he he would tell me that, <laughs> you know, you keep that up, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut you out of my will, and I'll never forget one of the last things I had said to him when he, when he pulled that shit. I was like, please do. I don't want to owe any money. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, my dad actually cut me out of his will. Yeah. <laughs> you want, you, you want to know what? I mean, just because, because you said that, I'm, I'm gonna, of I'm course, gonna a little story. So, so my dad and I, we butted head heads quite a lot. His last. I don't know, two years here on earth. Uh, he passed away due, due to some complications from COVID, but not COVID. It was uh, uh, congestive heart failure. Gotcha. So uh, uh, he and I stayed on the phone several hours in the past arguing over, you know, basically politics. Mm -hmm. uh, so he's, uh, he's, he's had a stance change and it, and it hurts my feelings. Because that reminds me of something else. This can't change. Uh, but my dad actually was a huge Democrat. Okay. Uh, I'm not. I, you know, I'm, I have Republican values. So. Yeah. Uh, you did. My, we wouldn't have a fucking podcast. Today. Right. <laughs> I know. Well, my, stance, my stance on abortion is, you know, I don't care. You know, it, it, you should not have an abortion, period. You know, and my dad's stance was, you know, it's a woman's choice. So, you know, for me being adopted okay so he adopted uh oh we lost him uh he froze up he froze up he always busts my balls this is what i <laughs> see yeah you froze you're up back, you're right back, at the word adopted right at the word adopted the last thing we heard was you were adopted so i was adopted at 11 and a half okay so to hear my dad say that he was okay with abortion 
really hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. So, so naturally I had a little bit of a come apart uh, about that. And uh, there was a few other times up until, you know, the last go around that we had and I called him a fucking idiot on the phone because he was a, you know, being an idiot uh, about, you know, what he thinks the world's going to come to. Right. And, right. Uh, how great the world's going to be now that we have a, you know, the person that we have, but uh, literally two weeks after our conversation, he calls me and he says, Hey, uh, just because you called me an idiot the other day on the phone, he said, I've decided that uh, as a matter of fact, I just left the courthouse and decided to cut you out of the wheel. So you're not getting a damn thing. I got, <laughs> I said, you know what? I don't want a damn thing. You got, so I'm glad you did cut me out of the wheel. Yeah. So yeah, go for it there. Big guy. <laughs> so, 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 so my, my grandfather on my mom's side was a raging Republican as in like growing up, he was part of the Nixon. He, he, he was, he was rubbed shoulders with Nixon, uh, politics there in Ohio. I mean, he was involved in all that, but, and I was, of course, my dad was that little Mexican kid that my grandparents told my mom to stay away from and it didn't work. And so you know, I would I would go to school and I would get the question oftentimes, you know, because um, there wasn't a whole lot of Hispanics up there. And they would say, what are you? Right. And so I would come home and I would I would relay that. And I was like, what are they asking me? What am I? And my grandfather says, you tell them that you're a Republican. Next time they ask, what are you? You're a Republican. <laughs> and so they were asking me what race I was. And I'm sitting there telling them I'm a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Oh god! Isn't that John? Just think about that though. Just isn't that how so crazy? How politics politics can be so divisive? You know, even with families. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you know, everybody's got the right to think what how they want, as long as you don't try to force that crap on me. Right. Politics, but you can you can you can think and feel exactly how you want about politics. Until you try to tell me how I need to think. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. And that's where my dad and I butt, butted heads more than yep. anything is, is he thought that he could, you know, tell me how I needed to be voting. Mm-hmm. You know, what was best for me, you know. Yeah. And, right. Yeah. Well, I think it's a little different for you considering the, you know, the person who adopted you, you know, in saying, well, I've, you know, that this is the way they believe. That's that hits a little different. I could totally get why right. it, you feel that way. It hurt my feelings pretty good. I, I was yeah, there, what if, what if this, you know, what if my mom would have... Enough of this Debbie Downer shit. <laughs> like, we do something on this podcast where John does something. Oh, yeah. Every so, every so often, we he does something called Fast 10. I'll let him explain it to him. So you're going to, I think, get lucky enough to get one. We haven't done one in a little you while. You are lucky enough to get one. I made one special for you, buddy. Explain special to him what it is. You. So uh, Fast 10 is 10 questions. Yep. I have one rule, one rule only. You have to answer the question. You can't bitch out. Okay? Okay. All right. John, I swear to God, this is Mike Marilla. You better make these fucking good. They're decent. (laughs) No, you know, I'll tell you this, okay? I've got about an hour and a half into these, okay? So they're pretty decent. They're not. pretty decent questions. Great, Tom. But they're decent. We'll Are see. They if they suck, Mike, I'll tell them they suck. Don't worry. We'll see. Okay. All right. So let me get to my notes. Does Does my wife need to stay around for this? 
Oh no. Probably. Well, she can. Sure, she can. Yeah, you're good. You're good. good. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. First question: Did Curious George have a tail? Did he yes. have a what? Did Curious George have a tail? Yes, he did. No, he did not. He didn't. Mm -mm. I thought he was a monkey. He was a monkey. <laughs> he was a monkey. Wasn't he? Tail. Tail. Did you know he didn't have a tail? A little bastard <laughs> didn't have a tail. No, this is one of these Berenstein bear things, is it? Where we're di living in I don't know, areas? is it? Just hold tight. Just hold tight. All right, all right. Not all of them are. Not all of them are, Michael. Just hush. Okay. All right. PB and J or banana and mayo sandwich? Oh, PB and J, baby. All damn day. I, I, hey, I still eat that a lot. Yes. Several times, a, several times a week. Same. Tom, do you know what a peanut butter and jelly? No, that little bitch didn't have no tail. He didn't have a tail. How no about tail, that? son. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Say, Tom, do you know what a peanut butter and jelly sandwich is? Oh, what the? What? Is that the stupidest question you've ever asked? <laughs> of course I do. He doesn't know what damn cornbread and pintos is. I don't know what that is. I'm from <laughs> North, man. I, I don't eat that weird shit. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. So, describe to me the Monopoly man's face. He had a, uh, a one of those eye things on it, right? Okay. Uh, okay. He had a hat and okay. he had a mustache. Are you sure he had one of those eye things? The Monopoly man. Yeah, he had. Yeah, he had, yeah, he had one did. glass eye. You sure? Oh wait, no. Yeah. Wait. They're they're making it sound like it's not true. Oh no! Uh, no, no, it's not they. It's it's John. Are you sure he had one of those? It's like you think he had one, but he didn't. It's oh my! Those, my right? son is saying that it, he didn't have one. Your son I'm is going with yes. So so it's 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 like. Half the population thinks that he did, and half the population thinks that he didn't. He didn't. He did not have one. Well, what was it? He didn't. He didn't wear anything. He had no glasses. Yo, so, I? so I, I just looked this up. There's pictures of him holding like glasses like this. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, there it is. Yeah, there you go. You're wrong, John. Hang on, hang on, hang on. See, was, look at here. I was very close, right, Tom? I was very close in describing this individual. One hundred percent, actually. You're like 100%. John's wrong. Wait, 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 wait. Monopoly the game. Yeah, that's the dude. Yeah, there ain't no damn glasses on them. On that, but that's the wrong picture. That's the game. It's not the right picture. Actual game, Mike. All right, so that's Monopoly. Mike, we have a we have a Facebook page that's like seriously active. Wow. We have a Facebook page that's seriously yeah. active, and there's memes galore and blah 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 blah. And really? this one's gonna go on for months. So I can tell you like that. Like for instance, Marilla, how you, do you, you say McDonald's? Is it, is it McDonald's or McDonald's? Is it I'll McDonald's or McDonald's? You got to be on it. I'm What's gonna tell you, you will, the Five O Asylum Facebook page. You got to yes, get sir. on it. It is well worth the time and effort to spend trolling on that it's on fine. that page because it's it fine. is. Fine. It's fine. Yeah. So we're gonna so, let John finish. We're gonna let John finish the questions, but real quick, I'm gonna interrupt. Is it Mick or McDonald's? How do you say McDonald's? McDonald's. It's supposed to be McDonald's, isn't it? McDonald's. It's no. McDonald's. Shit, no, that's some Alabama shit. Shut up. It's supposed to be. It was McDonald's. 
I say at McDonald's. <laughs> I, 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 I live in that. Bama, so you know. Yeah, hashtag yep. Alabama. Spell Alabama. Looney, spell Looney Tunes. Looney L O O N E Y Tunes T U N E S. Okay, you got that correct. There's a lot of folks that spell that with a T O O N S because it's cartoons. Really? They all live in Alabama. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's an Alabama <laughs> thing. All right, who's got <laughs> the best ass? Okay. Yep. And yes, your wife can play along. Yep. Miley Cyrus or Shakira? Shakira. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about right there. No, Shakira all day long. <laughs> you heard Tom that? Dude, Tom? No, Tom he's like strong on this. Miley Cyrus, so. no. yeah. Miley Cyrus got the body of a 10-year-old boy, right? She does. She, she <laughs> oh does. I can't God. believe she was in, even in the same mix. It's not even <laughs> oh, the same shit. mix. It's not even well, the same, is it? Not my, no. Miley Cyrus is like our and she talks like this. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, my name's Miley. Thanks for coming, Mike. Talk to you later. <laughs> did you see her on the? Hey, did you see her do that uh, Metallica cover? Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God, was it not horrendous? Horrible. Oh Stop my God, ass. you guys are you guys are haters. Haters. Right, right, so what's the next mod to La Fonda? Uh, keeping Here's the. Keeping the engine alive. It's not really a next oh, mod. We can't, you can't add shit to my damn fast team. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Babe, what's our what's our next mod to La Fonda? Right, here to go. Wait a minute. I, I got two choices for you. And okay. you got to choose from the two choices, okay? All right. All right. So, are you going to put parachutes on it that looks like two big boobs when you pop them? <laughs> okay. Or are you going to put some of those badass headlight eyelashes on it? Oh, boobies for sure. <laughs> boobies, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like doing idea. the eyelashes. No. Idea, don't you, Michael? Yeah, but it's going to be a one boobied thing because I only throw one shoot most of the time. Okay, so one boob? Yeah, one boob, uh, yep. Hey, you could do the uh, minion dude that's got the one eye. Here no, we go. John, yeah. His car is fine just the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Christmas tree cakes or Nutty Buddies? Christmas tree cakes? Uh-huh. I know you know what a Christmas tree cake is. Don't Little break babies. my heart. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Christmas tree cakes. I love those Damn things. straight, son. Damn, dude. Yeah, I'm yeah, losing yeah. heart tonight. Mama Lisa straight. probably got some in the, in the cabinet, doesn't she? Yeah, she was explaining to me. She goes, those are the white cakes. Yeah. I know. Well, I like the awesome, buddies, too, bro. but Christmas tree cakes. I hear your yeah. wife in the background. She's awesome. She answers everything. Yeah, they're doing the tree right now. He's got his own cheat sheet right in the background. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next race, you're going to break out them skinny jeans and Velcro high-top Reeboks or your boy shorts with them Jordans? Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> boy, boy shorts short. with Jordans or <laughs> skinny jeans and high-top Reeboks I've owned several of those Reeboks, by the way, with a, mm -hmm. with a Velcro. Same. Um, it's got mm. God bless. A uh, terrible combo, ain't it? It is a Oh, man. It's not. The, <laughs> Don't worry. Mm. Only 17 countries are going to hear your answer to this question. Yeah, and, yeah. Only, and, um, and we're only going to have a meme of you and his damn skinny jeans on the damn Facebook page. Let's just put it this way. No skinny jeans. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so some boy shorts with some damn uh, yep. Jordans, huh? I got you. Like underwear boy shorts? 
like underwear boy shorts. Yeah. You got to give it. You got to. You got to describe these shorts. Yeah, yeah. You could get those that say pink on the back. Oh my god! And you, could stinky, you could be stinky pinkies. Yeah, yes. oh. a little side no. chick. <laughs> Man, I don't like the answer. I don't like the choices of either one of those. I didn't like that shit, did you? Yeah, <laughs> Listen, I didn't say it was going to be easy, did I? No, I'm, th I'm no, thinking the boy shorts make... would be best, though. Usually, he yeah. asks people to make like animal, crazy animal sounds. Oh, I got one. Just... <laughs> oh, hey, he's not done yet either. I'm not Man. done, Tom. I got two more to go. Right, this one's a you got to really think on this one, okay? Okay. All right, so. Whose back would you ride to win a foot race? Shaq's or Hussein Bolt's? Hussein Bolt, dude. I'm answering for him. Uh, well, you're fucking skinny, too. Does he pass I mean, this guy alive, bro? Yeah, but, man, I'm going to hurt him. <laughs> that's it, that's <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Shaq can at least finish the race. I don't think Hussein will be able to finish it. <laughs> so, Shaq. Good, good job, good job. Yeah. Hey, Tom, Tom, you, you, you could ride on Hussein's, I'll bet, and be all right. Yeah, dude. Six foot one seventy. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. Said, Tom. Yeah. Tom, that's yeah. why I said Mike's got to think about this one. See, I yeah, knew I the dumbass. Think about that one. I knew the dumbass in the crowd would just jump on it and say, "Oh, good, the fast yeah. guy, of course." <laughs> yeah, all Hussein's gonna blow an axle before he even gets going. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, I'm gonna break him down. He's not gonna make it out of the burnout box. That's for sure. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Bye. What sound does an armadillo make? Well, we don't know because we've only seen dead ones. They so I really don't know. Sound, right? I don't. Do they make the sound? I don't know, Tom. You're the guy that looks it up every time. I'm sure they do. Maybe armadillos make songs. I'm sure they do. Probably something like a rat. Armadillo make. They probably make a sound when you run them over. Yeah. Squish. In fact, you, you know what? The first time the first time I've ever even seen a live armadillo was like last year in Tulsa. I've only seen dead ones. Really? Yeah. I see them all the time right here in front of my house. Live. Dude, I can't yeah. even find that. I can't what? even find that. I, I, I'll get back to you on that one. Yeah. Is that your last one? That's it, dude. Not too bad. I mean. No, not bad at all. Not bad. Yeah, yeah it was pretty good. Pretty good. Not bad. We'll get it was very, it was very good. Yeah, yeah. So I got a question back to cars, Mike. Where yes. you come up with the where'd you come up with the name LaFonda? I don't uh, know the answer to this. It might be the, general knowledge. I just the, don't know. Napoleon Dynamite back in the day. So we had I had got the, the wild hair at my ass to, to put turbos in the trunk. This is back in two thousand seven. And uh and so it was a black Mustang. It was obviously La Fonda, but, but before it was called La Fonda, but it was black and it had all that shit in the trunk and, you know, junk in the trunk, big right. black girl. And so we called it La Fonda because Napoleon Dynamite was a, was a big success at the movie theaters at the time. And so that's kind of where it came from. That is where it's not kind of, that is where it I remember drooling over that damn car in the muscle Mustang fast forward magazine. So I caught all on right. fire six times with those turbos in the trunk. Yeah, and so on the sixth time, I was like, "That's it, put them back up front." But the hole was still in the quarter uh, panel, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I I made a sign on the inside of the trunk, and it said, "Sorry, we've moved," with an arrow pointing up to the front, because <laughs> everybody was still looking that hole in the quarter panel. Yeah. In the, in the, yeah. Well, on both sides, though, babe. No, the fuel door was. 
so I, I've got to get back to the star car, okay? Yep. Because, you know, that's, that's really where I started following you, you know, was the star car. Yep. Uh, so um, you said that was your first coupe, correct? Yes. Yes. All right. So it, I'm sure it had many transitions. Oh, yeah. You know, probably uh, some tubular front end work. Then you went, you know, of course, cage first, tubular front end work. Then the decision had to be made, I guess, to go what twenty five one at that time. Yeah, twenty five one. When you go twenty five one, that's complete tube chassis, right? Well, the star car, no, the star car never had a no. Never it, went it never, tube it chassis. Never, it, it never went that far. No. Okay. Okay. No, no, it was it was still it didn't even have a tubular front end until many years later. Um, okay. I want to say we were already running deep into the nines, and it was yeah stock K member stuff. What, so probably uh yes yeah, so the first time yeah the first time yeah we we went the fastest we went because we were vortex for many years and then we went yeah. to pro charger for one year mm -hmm. and uh that was back when pro charger was in its infancy and so but we ended up going turbo in 90 at the end of 97. okay and so we were turbo from that on and so did joe john Spetter, talk you into that what's that did john Uris yeah, so, so it's funny you say that. So basically, John was uh, at the time he was he was a nitrous car, and and he obviously he got his name Fireball because he blew up mm -hmm. a lot. And uh, but but John had gone to the dyno, and this we we had heard because remember there was no internet back then. Yeah. But we had heard through the grapevine that he went turbo, which was really that was like something different. But yeah. we had heard he had made sixteen hundred horsepower. Uh, on the dyno, which at that time that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had taken my car to the dyno, uh, my motor that is. We only made eleven hundred, and um, and so that was huge numbers. And so that right there, John is the reason why I said, you know what, turbo is obviously the way to go. Yeah. Um, so that kind of started us on our journey because of John. You know, I, yeah. I, I still would have made that same decision at some point, but John is one that really got it going. Yeah. Have yeah, you ever he, heard have you ever talked to him about his about his story about his uh car, how it pretty much came to be? No. Mm -mm. Okay, so so no. uh I, I, I could be wrong in this. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I want to think that I can remember the conversation. Uh probably around ninety-eight, Huntsville Dragway, maybe. Mm -hmm. I believe you guys were there, if I'm not mistaken. You and Chip, uh Billy Glidden. Uh, oh God, there was uh Crawford brothers were there. Oh, I've yeah. got some pictures. I've got some pictures out here in the uh, garage of the actual, you know, of that actual event, uh, in a, you know, in a black, uh, frame. Uh, oh God, the, the Bennett boys was there. Yep. There was, there was several yeah. you know, pioneers, you know, what I right. like to call yep. you guys pioneers, uh, at that race. And, uh, so, my buddy and I, Kevin, we actually walked over and John was very approachable or seemed very approachable. He was. Yeah, he was. Uh, unlike some of, some of them, you know. Yep, <laughs> he was. Crawford guys were not. but <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> but uh, John was very approachable. Uh, matter of fact, Tim Lynch was at that race and he was still on an open trailer. I don't know if you yep. remember that or not. But yeah, he was I still remember. On, yeah, he was still on open trailer. Uh, Here's some trivia for you real quick. So. Okay. So uh, Tim Lynch and uh, God dang it, what was his sidekick? Who's now the master tuner and the Steve Petty. So yeah, Steve, Steve, Steve your wife in the background, dude. <laughs> so, 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 so Steve Petty 
first had me show him how to use the computer to do the fuel injection stuff. No shit. Yeah, because he because they were all carburetor at the time, and he's like, "Hey, Mike, can you explain this to me right here?" You know, and so I remember having the computer open on the on top of Tim's car and telling him, "Well, you got to do this, this, and then." Of course, now look at him today. But yeah, uh, anyways, so, yeah. yeah. So yeah, when they first went, uh, they went uh, Fel Felpro would have been it, uh, you know, the or or would have been either that or D DFI, but I think it was Felpro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. just okay. met Tim Lynch too, John. Yep. That's the guy. That is yep. the guy. Yeah. He, he's not too far from me over in Georgia. Yep. He's in Georgia. Yep. So, uh, but no, anyway, uh, go ahead. So, so John, uh, from, from what I can remember, uh, was driving his, I, I believe it was a red coupe. Yep. He was. He froze again. He froze. I like a red coupe. I like a red coupe a lot. Oh, yeah, I don't know the car. I never yeah, freeze. Why am I freezing? Am there I still... he is. He is back. You're back. Am I still frozen? Nope. No. You're good. <clears throat> yes, I don't understand why I'm freezing all the time. That but, shit um, ass Alabama internet. I don't know what's going on down here. Unless my wife's up there trying to stream something and my daughter too. I don't know. But they never stream. Anyway, finish, finish, anyway finish. so 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 Uris tells us that uh he's following behind this metal you know, scrap truck, right? And uh out comes a motor and he runs over the damn thing. Like it totals his car, you know, the whole front end of his car. You know, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't he a two chassis or two front end car? Yeah. At did. that, at, yeah. Uh, in like 98, 99. Yep. Yeah. So uh, that's the whole purpose of that car because literally that was one of the first cars that I can remember seeing with the whole two front end on it. And I'm like, oh my yep. God, this is crazy. How yep. does this shit work? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we got to talking to him about that whole. You know situation and he was yeah. like yeah so so you know the motor actually fell out and he said it's one of the reasons why i'm a drag racer now and i'm like what he said yeah so the motor actually was an a4 block that oh, had yeah. a that had a broke ear on it oh wow and that motor it was the one that he was running in his car with the you know with the turbo i guess on it or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i remember i remember i just remember the numbers i was like no way and it is funny so we took that same motor that made 1145 horsepower to be exact. And all we changed was the camshaft and put turbos on it, ran the same boost on the same dyno, same motor. Once again, camshaft turbos, 1712 horsepower. Wow. 1145, boys, 1712. The same amount of boost, too. Wow. Yep. Turbos the way. Yeah, for sure. And in my world, for a streetcar, it it's more way more streetable. Oh yeah. oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, Mike, have you ever thought about um, it's you only the Fox body is just one Fox body drag race, and that's it. Like you don't have any others. Have you ever thought about getting another one? Yeah, well, we I've had several over the years, and then I end up selling them. But uh, like I have, I have magazine back when they would do the the plaques you know what i mean in in the news you would anytime you're in a magazine well i got i got enough of those plaques that we could cover up our all of our walls here right in the living room but uh but yeah i built a bunch of cars that were mine and then i ended up selling them so that we could always go back and put more shit on the, the, the race car the race car yes <laughs> right and so 
<laughs> yeah, I've had I've had a bunch of favorites that I wish I didn't have to get rid of. And one of my favorite ones is Cracker. I don't know if you remember that GT. It was a it was a 92 GT, 93 GT, and it it black interior, absolutely gorgeous. Looked like it was no faster than a 12 second car. And we went Maybe if I eight, saw, I'd probably remember. I remember that car. Yep. Yes, I remember that car. Yeah, I did a big wheelie at the track, and I mean a motorcycle yes. got crashed. I remember that car. Yeah, yep. they couldn't figure out why you almost crashed because I almost went into his lane. He thought I was coming, so that he laid it down. Oh, but yeah, they did a feature on that car, Muscle Mustang Fast Forward, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, then I yeah. had a, uh, I had a silver one we called the Silver Bull. That was the cleanest one I ever did. I literally, guys, stripped every nut and bolt, anything that could come unbolted or unclipped. I took it all off and basically had everything sitting in my shop, and I and I put brand new trim, brand clean the bolts up. You know, we put that thing back to where it looked like it came off the showroom floor, but it was a uh, 860 car. Hell yeah! So I had a bunch of I had a bunch of cool cars that I wish I would. Yeah, yeah. But you always resort back to the race. Yes. Car. Tom, yes. what do you think your shit box would run if you put it on the track? My car? Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I haven't had a drag strip in so long, John. I don't know. I mean, I could tell you power numbers, but it's not designed for that, right? Like, right? Time did nothing. Go. What was that? 3-0 reaction time. Yeah. That's what's going to kill it with that kind of Kind of like that sweet burnout you did the other day when you had I'm a fucking reverse and start over. I'll tell you a little secret about that little burnout, son. I had me a little water box go in there. And you still fucked it up and had to go back. No, no, no. I spun him over. I spun them Buddies. over to go to get all my tire wet, not just the one spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bullshit. You know I got <laughs> Mike. So the funny thing is on our Facebook page, he posted posted this picture of a burnout, right? And the best comment was Brian Prince. He's like, Yo, I remember my first beer too. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying. That shit was so funny, man. <laughs> so man, funny. Big daddy. My car ain't designed for the track, dude. Like it just yeah. Just burn the fucking miles for tires for eighth mile. You know, that's, that's all yeah. it's gonna do. You know, I have to change a whole bunch of shit. But it makes power, you know. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, I actually miss I, I, I wish like uh we bought William a little notchback and uh it's a four cylinder and it's got black interior and we just been waiting to to do something with it, but uh, I want to put a maybe coyote motor in it and, and go have some fun with it. Uh my son has a S five fifty and he's got a He's got a notch back. And it was so funny because my, my oldest son, my 20, 22 year old, he's 22, right? Three. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm going to do a separate pile with just your wife, bro. <laughs> no, hey, look, I even put the their birth dates on my arm so I'd remember. Damn, you got a cheat sheet. Wait, 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 wait. You got a cheat sheet, your birthday, your yes. kid's birthday tattooed on your arm. Let's see. I got to do the quick math. Yeah. Yo, I'm going to do yeah. that with my anniversary. <laughs> That's a great I got that on. I got that here. I can't see it though. All right. <laughs> All right so actually, talking about your son on S five fifty, what do you think about the S five fifty versus the Fox? Um, it's just a heavy car, man. Um, that's the only thing I don't like about them. But of course, we're building an S five fifty right now. But we're, um, it's just a heavy car. But at the same time, man, isn't it amazing the power that these motors make, guys? Crazy. Yeah. I mean. And, you know, it's just the next generation of shit. You know, I, I remember when the previous generation to mine was, 
you know, the FE motors and all that bullshit design Ford. And then we had the HO Mustang and, you know, and here we are now. I mean, those, those numbers are laughable. I mean, these things are, you know, you put four, I remember when I got out of dyno tuning, Oh, by the way, I got some, another announcement. So I bought my Mustang 1750 dyno back and, uh, we've started taking it apart and we're going to get it, uh, powder coated brand new fresh everything we got uh, 16 grand worth of software that we're getting for it and and we're going to get the the also the drum it gets carbonated or carbonite something like that so anyways we're excited about that and that and you and you and michael um y'all kind of partner up on that stuff there at the shop or is that y'all not really he's kind of he wants, he wants to do his own thing man and and man all the power to him and he, he, he's kind of doing his own thing he hasn't really asked if dad would be a part of it and so I'm going to do my, but he's still in the same shop that I am, but he'll do his thing. Right. And I'll do my thing. But it's pretty cool being able to see your boy out Absolutely. there yep. working on the stuff. You know, that I always hate that my son, who's 23, by the way, um, my oldest, and he, he loves cars, but he does not have a mechanical bone in his body. And <laughs> yeah, yeah there, there, badass right there, Tom. Yeah, but I think that's part of my fault that I never had a, a any anywhere to work on anything till he was already kind of past the point of being able to get interested in it, you know, kind of deal. So yeah. I never had the you know never had a shop till he was like seventeen, you know, and at that point that kid lived sports all his all his yep. years. Yep. Well, it is what it is, but I know it's got to be pretty cool. You guys get it to hang together, it, and it it really is. I love watching him. You know, and I still give them opinions, and you know, I hear I, I, dad, being a dad, but I'll hear situations that he's got going on, and how he's got to handle a customer. He's got to do certain things, and and I'll pull him off to the side, and he does listen. He he does he'll listen to me, and I just I've made so many mistakes. So have y'all. I mean, we've all made so many yeah, mistakes, man, and you right. wish you had a memory chip that you could just pull out and just pluck it in all your, you know, install it in all your kids' brains, but it doesn't work like that. You know, well, one, thing, one, thing I, one thing that I really like about your Facebook page is a saying that you have on there. You are a collection of your choices. Choose yep. wisely. Yes, sir. I like that. That yep. never really hits me home, dude. Yep. It's, it's yeah. so true. I, I I forget where I saw that, but man, when I read that, I was like, holy shit, man, if that's not one yeah. of the truest sayings. And so I, I yep. had to share that for sure. But it's I true. Like it. Very like cool. a lot. Yeah. So Mike, Mike. Uh, this year I got a question for you. Yep. So you kind of changed your setup this year, what you previously been doing motor-wise, right? Yes. And and it was a huge learning curve, I'm assuming, because you and you guys you struggled this year, right? I mean, from what I from what I've seen that you post, it's been a constant. It, it, it's been yeah, it, it, it's been. I mean, I got PTSD from it. I mean, it's just my my crew, my wife. I mean, just everybody. I mean first of all, the, the motor that we have in the car, it's a Hemi. Obviously I didn't want to get away from a big block Ford, but I started just pushing it too much and it couldn't handle it. And, you know, I, I let's be honest. I, I feel like we could run some high eighties and run some consistent mid three nineties, you know, with the big block Ford, but it's just, you know, it's not fast enough. I mean, these cars are running three seventies. Now there was 11 yeah. guys that were running three seventies or faster this year, is which insane. is just insane guys. Cause these are not light cars. These are all I mean, just, these ain't pro mods. This, these are cars that weigh 2,800 plus. Right. I yeah. mean, it's just crazy, but to give you an idea. So the Hemi that we put in the car 
at the hub dyno, not not at the motor, not at the flywheel, but at the hub dyno, this thing made 4,593 horsepower. I can't even imagine what that feels like. And that's 57 pounds of boost, guys. We were running 62. I, I, I can't so even imagine what that feels we, like. We were making in excess of 5,000 horsepower. However, if we can't get it to stay together, that yeah. ain't no fucking good. No. You know? oh. and, or and on the ground. ground. And we're trying to go faster. You know, the fastest we went, we went two 381s, and the motor was hurt on both of them. And there's no reason why we cannot run those numbers again this year and calm it down. I mean, I already know what did it, dude. It was timing, and it wasn't my call. But, you know, I, we, bottom line, I, I know what it's going to take to calm it down. And uh, we've, we've learned a lot from this year, and I've made some mistakes, and, you know, we'll we'll, we'll – be able to hit the ground run at least but the car's working that's the biggest thing is that yeah. we're not going to have to spend two months on trying to figure get the car to go straight i mean for two years straight i think i went left it was like a nascar you know fucking left leave left you know great right. 60 foot but left you know and so we got all that figured out we got the chassis happy we got like i'm ready to hit it again this year with a car that's actually working we just got to keep the motors together and i think that you guys will see it'll be a whole different ball game we're rooting for you dude obviously Thanks, I mean, the whole I the whole fox it. body world's rooting for you and chuck right yeah. the two fox yeah. body guys yeah. <laughs> yeah. so what's chuck's car run does it run three seconds it i want to no no it doesn't it, it runs it's got ryan's uh championship turbo motor in it and so you know ryan mad ran th mid 380s i want to say okay and so is it, it a Hemi also, or is it? No, it's a, um, what the hell is in that thing? Proline motor? I think, no, it's not a Proline motor. It's a, what's, what's that? It is a Hemi. What's, what's that? Uh, what's the other company that's, that's beautiful motors. Dominator has one of their motors. Oh God. Um, I don't know. It's a, it, it is a Hemi based motor though, but yeah, that's, that's what's in it. Twin turbo. I think he's got 88 millimeters on it. Wow. It was kind of cool to see Chuck uh, with that little uh, with the little coupe with the Jim One Coyote in turbo, and how he set up yeah. the radiator, uh, you know, under the trunk in that car, and yeah. doing that racing with that with that show they had. But, I, I just you know honestly, guys, thousand. I just I just want to get back into running you know ten to fifteen events a year, but spread out through the whole year. You know, just pick and choose where we're going to, kind of like old school stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. Streetcar Super Nationals. Uh, we would love to go up to that Maryland race. I want to do some some all Ford stuff again. You know, UPR sponsored stuff. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and you know, I, I've had my I've had my run with this, and we did great. You know, we're we're one of only four people that won championships in this thing, and you know, we wanted our second year doing it. And but you know, we're just we're we're a, we're a, a small fish in a big pond. You know, and that's the best way to spend the money that's being spent. And if I had it, we would spend it. I mean, you guys ready for some numbers here? So at the beginning, yeah, I was gonna, the, I was literally just gonna start. Yeah, so, so, yeah, so, at the, so at the beginning of the year, I was telling my wife, I was telling Corey, I was telling my crew, I said, I see. I mean, obviously, I know what I'm looking at, and and I, I guarantee you, the top five guys have got to be three quarters of a million to a million into it. They got to. They got to. So the right. numbers started coming out. And one of them, who's a new guy, and I can't say what his name is, but he's yeah. new. And he wasn't even in the top 10. He spent $1.28 boys. Damn. Where, do, where does the money come from? 
these these are business owners and he's got his own business and and he proceeded to tell me tom after he first he said i spent 1.3 and then he goes I'm exaggerating a little bit. It was 1.28. And I was like, that's fucking close enough. That's 1.3 million. Right. I mean, because yeah. I'm like, I'm just like, I cannot believe he spent this much money. And he proceeds to tell me, he goes, but this is the funnest time I've ever had in my life. Well, hell yeah. You should. I it should be. What did he make? So uh, he had a he had a Camaro and it was a uh, Proline. He had several Proline motors. Um, but, you know, he did. I didn't say who it was. I said a Camaro. Everybody's got a fucking Camaro out there. <laughs> <laughs> my hey, my wife says there's a telephone, there's a television, and a telemic. You tell her it's okay to cuss on here. You can say Camaro if you want to. <laughs> but it, but you know, so and then um, Nate Sailor. You guys know who Nate Sailor is? He was the name's that, not um, familiar. That, uh, he ran a pro charger, pro charger again. Uh, uh, pro line motor and uh, he spent 730 grand is what I, I was hearing that he spent 730 this year and so i mean all these numbers are right i mean i know what they're spending i mean they have to i mean think about wow. this every weekend you're flying in your crew because a lot of these guys will just go home we couldn't so we would you know load up into the rv and we'd go to the next one yeah well these guys are flying home because they have businesses back home and so they're flying their whole crew home and they only got one guy that's driving the rig to the next race and they're all flying back in. You got your tuners, you got, and once again, I'm not, if, if no, I, it's if not a knock. It, yeah. If we had it, we would spend the same, but we don't, but that right. tuner's probably making 120 to 140, right? Oh yeah. You know? Yep. Just we got there. one guy, Mike Bowman. He's a good friend of mine out of California, $107,000 in diesel fuel. This last year. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, you think about it, if you're driving all over the country, I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, dude. Yep. Like your rig, your rig might can't be cheap to haul. No, it's not. You know, one of our one of our great sponsors that we've had for many years is Hughes Oilfield. And, you know, their sponsorship to us was a diesel card. So we were able to put all that diesel because we were not only taking our our RV with our stacker, but we were also taking our merch trailer and our, my F-350 yeah. that's got 417,000 miles on it right now. Leaking oil. <laughs> leaking oil. It's an oil leaking motherfucker. So what I did is I put 2050 in it so it doesn't leak so much. There you go, buddy. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's you do it, dude. Yeah, next is going to be the 60 weight. <laughs> <laughs> so your, your wife goes with you everyone. Yes. Yes. Dude, that's cool, man. Yeah, good for her. And I, like, I, I, don't, and I, I mean, I'm afraid to say this out loud, but it, it is what it is. But if she ever said she's not going to go anymore, then I'm, I'm, I'm done because I, I can't. She's getting close she's here. Getting close, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know how many dudes' wives wouldn't do that and support them like that. I know. Like, shout out to her, man. For yep. real. that's cool. Yep. Very cool. They, they said shout out to you, honey. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, man, it's so cool. You bet. And you know what I was just thinking. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and you know what I was just thinking, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw this out there. Since you're gonna do less shows, you know, there's a whole nother Fox Body world that would love to see you. You, I, I maybe... promise you, you will. So, soon as, soon as soon as we can figure out what we're doing, you know, and I, and I you know, I, I'm I'm kind of torn because I I want to almost announce. Oh, you know what I want to do? I want to 
I want to do like t-shirts that says final tour and it's going to be a real final tour not like kiss they were doing a final tour for like four fucking years straight or right? Mo molly crew same shit yeah you know, <laughs> yeah. final tour but you know we want to possibly make this our final tour make some t-shirts of it and uh you know i'm never going to stop racing in, in, unless i'm dead right. you know william's yeah. going to be racing my son's going to be racing it's just i just want to slow it down and so we can spend more time i got to stay right. healthy if, if it's i don't totally stay understandable healthy, then, man especially with especially especially with the things that you just had come up in this past year. Yeah. It's totally understandable. I think everyone gets it. But what I'm saying is there's an other avenue, like, like you, you've been so drag race, right? Like there's a, yeah. a Fox body show car world I that know. follows you like crazy. I know. And there's, I know. You know, and, and I'm excited about it. You know, just like the dino, the dino, is something I should have done last year, guys, but you know, I, I got to start making an exit plan. You know what I mean? Uh, because we have put all of our eggs in one basket. Let's be real. I mean, right. all we do, we, we've been yeah. drag racing full time since 2016. And that's all we got. And so I have to start planning differently. And, you know, the dyno can be making money while I'm gone this next year, while we're gone this, you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. here's the other thing, you know, when I got out of, I don't know if you guys know this, but I used to tune, I would, I can't tell you how many cars a month I would do, but I was tuning with that SCT software and, uh, you know, obviously doing the cars like mine, but I mean, that's, I would get flown out to go do tuning for people. And, you know, that's what I did for many, many years, which comes back to the dyno that we had in, in the shop that we had, we had it up against the wall. And so I was breathing exhaust all day long for like 15 years straight. And yeah. so, you know, if you ask me, I feel like that's what contributed to, or if not caused my the cancer problems that I've had, you know, because I've, I've truly 15 Did you ever smoke cigarettes or anything? In, never. Did you ever smoke? No. Yeah, nope, most not even pot. Nope. nope. You don't smoke unicorn milk? Nope. Not even vaping. It makes, I don't even vape. It makes me dumber than a doorknob. Vaping? No, the, the weed. Oh, oh fuck yeah. that. You know, I've never, I've never touched one drug in my whole life. I don't drink really? none of that. Don't, even, don't he look like he'd be just the biggest drug age you ever saw? No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so never, hey, never, I've never, I've never smoked weed once. Nothing. Really? Just, yeah, I mean, it goes back to like you know my dad. You hear, you hear, the, my, you hear the, in the peanut gallery back here? Me neither. <laughs> See, I knew I liked her from the beginning of this pod, dude. <laughs> I can't say it. I can't say the same. So me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but so most likely that would probably be where it would come from. But oh, yeah. Here's the I mean, thing, I, like, I, there, there's, here's I the had, thing, we, like, we had a yeah, doctor, a doctor friend of ours that would come in and he brought me this fucking fancy carbon monoxide detector deal. And he said, it's not as sensitive as the ones you buy from Walmart. He goes, put this up here just so you know you're safe. Guys, that fucking thing went off all day long, and I just unplugged it and threw it outside. Because oh my I, God. I mean, it's just annoying, loud, you know. So, but 15 years straight, I'm sitting there, I might as well be sucking on exhaust pipes, yeah. you know. And so this time, you know, we got the dyno in a different location. It's going to be exhaust going out the back of the shop, and so. But I'm I'm excited about doing it, getting back into it. You know, I can I got a bunch of Fox bodies that are going to be ready for me to do some tuning. Nobody even wants to tune those anymore. You guys know that? It's like, all Holly shit now, man. Yeah, like my, I mean, it's all yeah. my car's all Holly, but the standard like A9L, A9P stuff, yep. no one wants to touch yep. it. Nope. Are, are you gonna do that? 
yes, we're gonna we're gonna do. I'm gonna do all of it. But the the thing that looks like it's real popular now, and once again, I got out of it in 2016. But the the mega squirter or whatever it's called, there's like I, a, I, I, okay. Yeah, but John, let's talk. Let's talk real, man. The mega is kind of on a fading out, dude. Like Hall Tech and Holly. Oh, yeah, I don't know anything about that. No, it's it's coming back. MS Pro. Up, I mean, you think Mega Squirt's going to come back? Yep. Oh yeah. Well, it's it's going to come back in different iterations, and yeah, going to be some exciting What stuff the fuck does iteration mean? Okay. Big words at me. All right. So right now, you know, with the Mega Squirt being funny, what's iteration mean? <laughs> Spell that. <laughs> yeah. Good Not you, John. Not here with a damn thesaurus, please. <laughs> No, okay, so Mike, you haven't really ever really so you haven't listened to the podcast. They told me to fill in for Jesse tonight. So I've been intentionally putting out key multi-syllable words on purpose. We just <laughs> picked not up. filled in for Jesse. So nice. Jesse's like Jesse uses words that we can't pronounce. Really? Oh yeah. god. Big words. I've like, just been waiting on them to pick up on it. I've just been so <laughs> No, but seriously, though, I mean, there's some things, and John knows about it because we both uh, are partnering with that company, and I'm in the middle of doing a coyote swap right now on my car, and there's going to be some exciting stuff coming out that I'm sure you will end up probably taking advantage of in the very near future awesome. uh, with the MS Pro stuff, you know, that's not currently available right now. So, yeah, that's that's some I'm exciting excited. stuff. I and, really am. I'm excited yeah, to get and, back into it and... And I know there's a niche there still, and uh, I got. Yeah. I mean, oh, soon as I, it's it is. Soon as I, as soon as I announce that I'm doing it again, I can just concentrate on cars that I want to do. I don't got to take every single car that wants me to, to do something on theirs. So, I mean, I'm going to be kind of picky, and you know, we got to get stuff in and get it out. Yeah. Well, and also with technology now, there's a lot of opportunities for you to do remote stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's what know. I was going to say. Yeah, real okay. quick. So that's what I was going to say. So back when I got out of it in 2016. Okay, back in 2016, I kept the dyno so busy that there wasn't really even an opportunity for anybody to rent my dyno. But at the same time, you know, you're not going to have some remote tuner tune your shit on my dyno. You right, know what I right. mean? I don't yeah. think like that anymore. Have at it. I got good Wi-Fi. Here's the yeah. password. Yeah. Exactly. Show and me so the money, dude. Yep. Right. Let them rent it because everybody's got a remote tuner that he's the best. And, you know, because the grass is always greener in a different state. There's so many avenues, I think, for – well, the thing is you've – over the years, you've busted your ass, paid your dues, and built a name for yourself. There's so many avenues, I think, for you to to make money yeah. and, you know, take care of other things if yeah. you wanted to. It's yeah. endless, honestly, Mike. I'm excited. Yeah. I really am. just scary, but excited. And we'll, we'll be nice. Like, if you ever want to come to one of the car shows, like Foxtober or stuff or something. Yeah. I mean, I guess we could probably give you a boost spot, right? In the oh, Bible thanks, style. man. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, you can be in the <laughs> Mike, you would kill it there, man. You would no, kill we it. We probably also. do that for you. <laughs> man, that's awful nice of you. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, though, there is there, – you have a huge following, man, that I'm not even sure, like, maybe you're not even aware of, like, even in the show car world, because you're so yeah. drag race. I just – I want to say that. You know, like, okay. everyone I've it's talked right. to – Yep. And said well, that let's um, be honest because here here's the thing, like the majority of the guys that do what we do, you know, that, that enjoy the Fox body are, right. are your you know 35 to 55 year old men. Yep. You right. know, so if they're anything like me, you know, I'm 50. If they're anything like me and Michael, they followed your ass when you was in the you know in yep. the 90s, you know. I mean, yep. I grew up, you know, I grew up on Mike Marilla. 
You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. You know, that, that's sure. We all grew up together. Yeah. yeah. So, so here's a real text, mind. right? Here's a real text message I got all from, right. um, this is just to show you um, what people think of you. All right. This is my friend, Tom Van Tassel. Oh, don't do it. Don't do it. What? <laughs> Tom, oh, what? Tom Van Tassel. So he, he does some racing and stuff. How do you spell that? The last name? Yeah. V-A-N-T-A-S-S-E-L, I believe. Sorry, Tom, if I fucked Van that up. Tassel. That's definitely not Hispanic. Right. No, no. Well, listen, so we were just texting back and forth, and he sent me a picture of a crank trigger that he bought, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I can't talk right now. I have Mike Marillo coming on the pod. I got to get ready for it. And he said, bro, Mike Marillo is the real deal. I saw him at KY2 two years ago after his crash and cancer getting out. He was waving at me every time he passed, saying hello, and I'm nobody. The dude is awesome. And that's that's I appreciate that. That's a that's a real text. A lot to me. Five yeah. minutes before we came on the podcast. Yeah. And um, like I'm saying, there's a whole world out there that would love to see you show up at one of these car shows. And I'm not listen, I'm not trying to pressure you into it. But there's no, I'll, I'll be glad to. Yeah, I'll be glad to. I'm Why are you laughing? I'm not. I'm what's, just what's wrong with him? Uh, when I, send, uh, I sent Mike a text uh, just a few weeks ago uh, when I was in Dallas. And I was just, you know, we're at the LMR Cruise Inn. And what I sent, I sent a picture of a fan. Dude, running around with Murillo gear on. Yeah, and I yeah. Just, it's the coolest shit. And I was like. I'm texting that to Mike. Yep. And, you know, and he tells me about he's getting, I think that's right when he was getting ready to go back in for your scan. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and you're telling me about that, man. And that was just cool that you were sharing that with me too, you know, and kind of, you know, staying on track with that. But I mean, you got, what I'm saying is you got fans everywhere, you know, at the LMR cruise and we're all there, just sh a show field, right? Folks running around there with your gear. And speaking of your gear, if people want your stuff, cause I know a lot of folks do, where do they go to get it? Oh boy. Um, you go, oh. Hey, I just, called it a Spotify account the other day. What an idiot. Oh, it's <laughs> Shopify. It's your Shopify store. Spotify is music. But uh, yeah, we have a we have a Shopify account and it's Heat Race Die Productions at Shopify. Is that the wife in the background? Yeah, I'm looking at her right now. She's <laughs> telling you what the damn what the damn Shopify is. Isn't She's she? like holding up a sign like this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so funny. but yeah, we have everything on Shopify. But uh, yeah, we got a bunch of I got a bunch of old pistons and rods. Yeah, and, man, I love that shit, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. this year I kind of I kind of personalized each rod and piston and wrote different stuff on it. And then I, I covered saw it that clear coat. Yeah, I put clear coat that. on it because you can always rub it off. You know what I mean? So hey, did you yeah. guys happen to see my trunk with all the 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 cancer survivors and yeah, just? Yeah. I did not see crap, that, man. Oh, it's full. It's it full. is full. It is I did amazing. Not see that. Tell just me from about this that. year. What are people signing it? Yeah. Look at that. That's his tr trunk and wing, just full. It's killer. Damn. Yep. And if they can't remember where to go, they can just always go to Mike Murillo Racing on Instagram, and it's yes. linked. Instagram. Yeah, well, no, yeah, we have all that stuff on our on all of our social media stuff. We have a link for it. Yeah, when we when we post this, we'll post all the links and all that stuff with it. Okay, cool, man. Uh, so dude, everyone, I've had a blast, man. I really appreciate you guys. I really do. Yeah. Thank. Listen, dude, we appreciate you coming on for real. Yeah. Um, especially a couple of clowns like us, man. You know, so it's pretty cool. 
that you came on. Do you, do you play that about. guitar in the background, Michael? Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah, I've got bullshit. I've got, I don't believe you, Michael. You don't play the damn guitar. <laughs> I got bullshit. What does he play? What kind of music? Um, a little bit of everything. You know, I don't play. I used to actually play. Yeah. And you don't mind I know about this. I used to play in a, in a in a in a church band every Sunday for many many years, and um and it wasn't it wasn't sleepy gospel music. It's more more rock, and even opened up for a couple of concerts and stuff. And uh, wow, yeah, yeah, no, I, I I enjoy playing. I just I suck, but I'm good. I, I'm good at making myself look like I can play. So, 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 so awesome. big daddy, what's your specialty? What do you, what are you good at? What am I good at? Yeah. Uh, Besides the racing stuff. Just like, well, what, I, what is I, your... I, don't, I don't race anymore, but I can, you know, I, I built my car myself, uh, with these two hands. Like you if know, you had to go to a, little talent, show, a talent what, show. Yeah. If you had to go to a talent show and you had to do something, what would you be good at? Are you good at building houses or electrician? <laughs> what do you do for a living? So I'm a, actually an Aflac agent. I sell cancer. Products. Oh my god, do that again. Oh, perfect. That perfect. perfect. <laughs> the best one yet, right there. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah, so uh yeah, I'm an Aflac agent. Michael, what do you do? I work in the major appliance industry and service. So I manage like uh, you know, if somebody comes and works on your refrigerator in your home, I'm I work for the manufacturer of one of those refrigerators. And then Tom, what do you do? I'm a um, Doble test tech. I work in. Uh, I'm gonna explain. Okay. So I work for I work for a power company and I test high voltage um, substation equipment, 230,000 volts. Stuff that like shit that. Like, sounds dangerous. It is. it is. But that's that's what I do. So uh, pretty much every piece of equipment in a substation that handles our grid, I test with. It has a fault uh, annual certain testing to make sure it's up to par. Ratios, insulation, winding resistance, core grounds, all this technical stuff. Wow. That's okay. Yeah. And then, Tom, you live where now? I live in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. I know Big Daddy, you live in Alabama. Alabama. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Hey, do you know what? Do you know what the definition of relative humidity is in Alabama? Tell me. It's that sweat that rolls down your sister's back. When you're in the bed, I can't say the rest. Relative humidity. So, hey, so you know who told me that joke? Tell um, me. Wayne Young, the guy that dino John Uris's motor. And remember Alan Dudley and Wayne Young? Mm -hmm. And so they're the ones that did Uris's stuff, and then they did my okay. stuff when I got turbo. And so when okay. I went up there, I don't know if you ever met him before, but he's like six foot five, 350 pounds, and he wears just picture overalls and kind of you know the beard like what you have and the hair and the yeah and so he kept every time he would say something to me it would sound exactly like this you ready hey Mike <laughs> and so I, I would keep having to ask Alan what the fuck did you say and so Wayne started getting frustrated with me and so like he's in the dyno room and I'm in the control room next to Alan and he's out there messing with my motor. And he said, hey, Mike, bring me up. <laughs> <laughs> and so I looked at Alan. And he said, he said, bring him a 916 wrench. So anyway, so I walk out there. And he said, just remember something, boy. You're the one that talked funny around him. 
<laughs> and then he then he told me that relative humidity joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. Uh, yeah, but Tom's so always wait, like, busting my balls because I live in Alabama. So always. <laughs> always. So actually, real quickly, you just got to go back, Mike. You were asking people about what talent, if you were on a stage, would you have besides drag racing? Oh, dude, I'm a singer, dancer. I'm a, I mean, I'm, I'm a, you I'm sing? a, I'm, I'm okay, a donut, sing. really. You can't but, get out of that. Sing us a damn song, damn it. Hey, I, I'm a, what's that, Carl? I'm a four part threat. I can do it all. No, not really. <laughs> not really. Right. Hey, I used to say that all the time. I would give interviews and they're like, what else do you do? I was like, that's it. And I just fucking drag race. I mean, I don't do, I don't golf. I don't, I mean, I don't go to, I don't do anything. I don't, I don't even play sports anymore. I mean, it's so what, just are you, what are you doing off season? Work on the drag race. Yeah. And so my, my, my family will attest to this. So every vacation that I've ever taken the family on has been around a drag race. So, so yeah, here it's not vacation, mm-hmm. but anyway, so, you know, I mean, because we go so many different places and then we'll make a, like we do once a year because we always raced in uh, which this is over with, but band America. And so all my kids would fly in or the majority of them would fly in and you'd make a vacation out of it. But Anyways, I don't know what you asked me, but I can't remember now. What your other, what your talent would be? On That's the it. I don't, I don't have any other talents. I, I really don't. I, I, I don't. Tuning, racing, right. and making babies, right? Yeah, your nickname. I heard uh, it used from to be somebody, called the baby maker. Yes, sir. Yeah, the yes, baby maker. Yeah, I mean, they would literally announce that on the, uh, you know, N- you know NMRA uh, races would say. So did, so did you guys hear when they used to call me Dirty Diaper? I don't know if you know the story behind that. So, <laughs> I did, but I, now I got to know. All right, yeah. so Chris Derrick, y'all know who Chris Derrick is, right? I've heard the name. Okay, oh, so he used to race with me, and he was just a fucking pain in the ass. He just, whack, 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 you know, just a constant shit talker. He's from Oklahoma. Chuck, he's, okay, Chuck Seitzinger and him were best friends. Okay. okay. And so that's when I met Chuck many years ago, but I didn't realize that I didn't put two and two together until later Chuck told me. But anyways, so uh, he had pissed me off. I can't remember what he did. But anyway, so I just thought I was going to get him back. So my my 23-year-old, he was just a baby at the time. And so he was really making these shit diapers that were horrible, right? And so I took a diaper, and it was a nice, greasy, shitty one, and I wrapped it up, and I went and stuck it. I was going to stick it in his car, but I didn't. So I was there, and as I'm trying to go to the car, there's too many people standing around. I look next to me, and his pickup truck is right there. So I opened up the door of the pickup truck and I went underneath the seat and I just really stuck it, you know, oh, underneath the. Yeah, oh. yeah and that, hey, that sucker fermented and riped in there for two or three months before they finally found it. Like nobody would ride with him. He was blaming it on their feet. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Oh. Good shit. I'll yeah. do that. Did he hit you back? October no, no, he did. He just quit fucking with me. Is what he did. <laughs> Yeah, because after that point, what the fuck he said, okay, bud. That? Yep. He's like, that's good. I'm done. What will this dude do next? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's yep. crazy. So I, 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 like I said, that that was some of my best times was you know, racing NMRA, NMCA, uh, you know, racing yeah. fun for a week. And you, you don't appreciate what you have until it's gone. You know what I mean? And so you know, I, I just I turned over a new chapter back in 2013, and I just kind of want to get back to, to to what I was doing and having more fun. You know, you think you'll doing, go back so. to some NMRA races? Uh, I don't know. I don't know NMRA because we would have to run drag radials, and I believe it's uh, uh, 
because they don't have a uh, like an outwall 10.5 glass anymore. Yeah. Um, but I'm supposed to be driving Harry's Pro Mod uh, in NMCA. I'm, I'm hopefully, well, hopefully, I'm going to be driving it a couple times maybe this year. Okay. Have you seen some of the Coyote stock cars? No, I have not. Oh, God. You've got to go on YouTube and watch some Coyote stocks. Now, Job Spetter, I know he's tuning that green car that's really hauling ass. And, you know, oh, the, yeah. the, oh, the one thing we didn't talk about was the new car that I'm building. Dude, there's so oh, much we didn't talk about. Yeah, I want to so, talk, talk about it. Let's get in it. So so we got kind of side sidetracked with obviously me be, being sick and then just whatever, just a bunch of good excuses. But I was building a new car last year. I started to at the beginning of the year. I remember that. And it just it ended up just stopping. So we we are now back on that. And um, over the last month, he's already been working on it. And so hopefully we'll have it done maybe mid-year. But I was thinking about on the new car, um, instead of putting a Hemi in it and trying to run 360s, you know, why don't we put a Coyote motor in it and, and go try to run the fastest Coyote motor passes that are out there? I know the Pro Mod stuff, they went really fast. I think MMR guy went really, really fast. Yeah. Um, but man, that'll be, be fun cool. doing that kind of stuff again, what you know? You, that would be cool. What do you think about the Godzilla? Um, I think that that's the Pro Charger car, right? No, the, the motor. The Godzilla oh, the motor. motor the, yeah. Yeah. That right there. In fact, we were looking at that. So I was in discussion with, uh, uh, Brian Wolf. He was, he used to work for Ford. And so we were in discussion about that motor and building one of those motors. And he's got a pro charge notch, right? If I remember right, um, that he's got a coyote motor in it, or he's got the Godzilla motor in it, I should say. Um, and so he, he was talking to me about doing something like that like two years ago. And so we need to revisit that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That would be cool. That would definitely be a change. Yeah, for cool. sure. For yeah, sure. Cool. You know what I wanted to ask you about? Crashes. The what now? Crashes. Wrecks. Wrecks. Hey. You too. <laughs> they're having a ball, aren't You they? hear them snorting back there? I hear them, yeah. <laughs> they're getting after it. Scariest okay, you say, you say traction? Crash. 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 Crashing Rick. the car. Oh, crashing yeah. the car. Crashing yeah. with a C. Yeah. yeah. How many times? What was the scariest one? So back in 2015, I was in Edinburgh, Texas, testing illegally, by the way. Farm <laughs> was a bitch. And so, uh, but that, that was my worst crash besides the fire. That's not really a crash, but you know, that was, I hit the wall and flipped three times after hitting the wall, but I hit the wall at about 60 feet out. It wasn't real far down the track. So I didn't have that much speed going, but um, that was when we had DMC redo the front end of the car. But you know, the fire obviously has been my worst disaster to date. How long were you in that? How long what now? How long were you in that fire? Like, oh, I was, I mean, it was, so let me take you from when I left the finish, I'm um, starting line. So I left the starting line and this was another story that can help other racers. And it has, it's helped a lot of my NPK guys because they know what happened. And they're like, man, I do the same shit. So anyway, so I, I left the starting line. I was racing Ryan Martin and I get about a hundred feet out and just, Poof. I mean, it blew the lid off, blew the blew the hood. And I knew that I was going to be on fire just because I know I got extra fuel rails going into the top part of the intake and it's gone. So I know there's fuel going everywhere. And 
but I made the decision that I was going to keep on rolling with the car down to the end because I felt like I'd be quicker at getting to the help. It'd be quicker for them to get to me instead of me stopping right there, at, you know, 300 okay. feet down the track. And so I rolled about as far as I could. And of course the fire has already started, but as I'm rolling down the track, you know, my pin for the fire system is literally right here. You know what I mean? And I got the pin in it and I leave the pin in there because we've accidentally set the fire system off. I can't tell you how many times. So I'm sitting there yanking on that pin, driving down to the end of the track, and I'm yanking, 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 and I never could get the pin out. So my fire suppression system was never activated uh, during this fire because I couldn't get the fucking pin out. And then by the time I stopped, the whole inside of the car was full of smoke and couldn't see more. So now I went from trying to activate the fire system, so I just need to get my fat ass out. And so that's, you know, where a lot of the trouble came in was um, I wasn't able to get out. I kept, and and there's a lot of people that don't know this, so you got to check this out. So, you know, when you're in the car and you you have your five-point harness on, right, and you got your, you know, your lock mechanism, you know, when you unlock it, you know, your belts are loose and you just, and so I was in the habit of, you know, when I'm getting out of the car, I would take the locks off and then I take the belts and I would swing them outward. Okay. Get them out of your way. And I take the top ones and swing them out of the way. Well, I had loosened that lock one as I'm driving down the track. So I wasn't in my normal routine. And so when I got down to the end and I was trying to get out, every time I would lean forward to try to get out, something was like yanking on me, like pulling me back. And so I'd sit back down, you know, and try some more and i'd go to get up and thunk it would just stop me and then i'd sit back down and and do it some more so i was running out of opportunities to get out of this fucking thing yeah um the fire's already come inside by this point well finally i had just said to myself you know if i'm going to survive it's going to have to be because they put the fire out because i can't get out and and i had just tried my very last and, and i and i remember this vividly i was like okay i'm trying one more time to get out and i went up same thing got stuck and when i went to lay back down that's when Corey swanstrom had put his arms underneath my my armpits and he just yanked me out of the car so what was holding what was doing that was so those belts that you normally flip off to the side Mm -hmm. they were still in my lap and so every time i'd lean over my fat belly would pinch the the belts in between my thighs and my my belly into where it was holding the belts up and I couldn't yeah. get out of them. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Even though they weren't buckled. It, right. It, it Even makes though it was a lot unbuckled. of sense to me because I'm a fat guy and I know how yes. that feels. Yes. Right. Yes. So between, between, the suit, between the suit, between the suit and weighing near 300 pounds. And yeah. it was just a perfect disaster. Oh yeah. Plus my helmet's still on. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I could get my, my, I couldn't get my helmet off. I couldn't get the Hans device off. It was just a fucking disaster, man. You know, but thank God Corey pulled me out because I, I had, and here's another funny story about that. So I was sitting there sucking in, obviously, and, th- and at this time, nobody knew that I had cancer, by the way. I had already had the diagnosis of the cancer, you know, a couple months earlier, but I hadn't really told anybody, you know what I mean? So I'm also sucking in all that fiberglass in, and I have a ring around my mouth and I have a ring around my nostrils from sucking that in when they got me out and they laid me on the ground. So anyway, so as I, as they put me into the, the ambulance, um, they said, what's your name? And I said, uh, Steve. 
and uh, but I was just fucking with him, obviously. <laughs> so I was still in my joking mode. I was still, you know, being stupid. And so I told him my name was Steve. So I didn't think much of it. And so we get to the hospital and, you know, they will you in. It's just like the movies where they say we have a, uh, a 54 year old male, uh, you know, and they start going through all the stuff they're telling the doctors because I'm, I'm, they're standing around me. And they say, we have a 54 year old named Steve and he's uh, been in a fireball. And I say, hold up. My name's not Steve. My name's Mike, actually. <laughs> actually, it's William, to be honest with you. <laughs> so they didn't know how to take me. Oh, my God. So the moral of the story is there's a lot of shit that goes through your head in a very short period of time. What's that now? A lot of shit that goes through your head in a very short period of time. In real world, that's fucking seconds. Well, babe. Oh, yeah. So they laid me on the track and they asked me, You got any problems, fat boy? And I said, Yeah, I I got cancer. And man, you could have heard a pin drop because all, I mean, Lizzie, Kai, all those guys were down there at the oh, end. Yeah. I'm laying on my back. So that's and my how eyes are practically closed. And I'm laying on Corey still, by the way. I'm still laying on him. And they said, uh, do you have any issues or history of blah, blah? And I said, yeah, I have stage four cancer. And man, it was just like, what? And so wow. then I had to come out with it. You know what I mean? Because how, how mad were those guys at you for keeping it away from them? They, they don't care. They, I mean, I mean, I shouldn't say that. They, they weren't really mad at me. I mean, it was... Everybody, everybody's got their own stuff they're dealing with, you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah nobody's yeah. mad. Okay, I'd have been wow. upset with you if you'd have been one of my friends. Well, my close friends did know. Yeah. My 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 close friends did know. I just hadn't come out. Once again, as we talked about earlier, I was just more worried about, you know, I didn't, I wanted, I don't want to be stuck with this. You know what I mean? I didn't want people to, to to look at me as, you know what I mean? Just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I, I and, yeah. but I get it. I've embraced it. And this is part of my life. And if I can help somebody, you know, get through certain things, there are signatures guys that are, is on my trunk of people that are not even probably with us anymore. Cause I had, I had one guy when he come over to sign the trunk. Cause I always kind of want to know their story. And he comes over and he says, uh, he goes, I won't, I, I won't be here probably in three weeks. And um, I was thinking, you know, at the track and he was telling me that he's stopped doing all treatments he just wants to live his life, live the rest of it. And this was one of his bucket list things was to come to an NPK race. And so, you know, there's so many stories of, you know, people telling me, you know, their trials and tribulations and just stuff that they're all going through. And it just, like I said, it just gives you a perspective, man, when you want to bitch and complain about everything. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, there's somebody has it worse than you do. And it's, it's just, you know, it, if if I can make a difference in helping somebody and telling my stories, and I know sometimes it's embarrassing stories too, because I've done some really stupid shit, you know what I mean? But at least let them know that, Hey, it's okay. And, you know, we all make mistakes and, you know, yeah. just like the, you know, just like the seatbelt thing, I had to tell that story to a lot of them you know, just so, you know, Hey, this, this is, this stupid stuff happens at the wrong time sometimes, you know, yeah. you know, just yeah, like yeah. not being able to get that pin out, that pin should come out. You know, every time before you race the car, you you shouldn't wait to to run and then pull it out when you need it. Right. You know that could have saved my car if I would have done that the right way. So, but yeah, yeah. I think you're doing a good job, man. I mean, I don't know. It seems to be like you're, you're good. That's that's pretty. I didn't know. I honestly didn't know. And it, I guess, shame on me for not knowing that you had all those signatures on your trunk. Yeah, it, it's really cool. 
It's really, how many really are, cool. Do you know how many signatures are there? No, I don't. And, and here's the thing. There's more than what you can see because there was a lot of people that signed the car. Well, our, our glory hole is back there. And so all that oil comes out of it and gets all over the trunk. And so we got to wipe it off. Well, we've wiped off a bunch of signatures just from having to clean the back of the trunk. And so we started doing it in a little bit different paint marker. And then I also brought some clear coat that I wanted to clear, but I didn't get a chance to do that by the time we were all, all done. But now we're completely done with it. So, so when did people get the opportunity to sign it? So at the, all the NPK, it was just at the NPK races. So all those signatures were from 16 races this year. And that was it. I mean, we didn't go do appearances anywhere else. I mean, it all came from at the NPK races. That's cool, man. Mm -hmm. It really it's is. Really it's, cool. it's, it's really neat. It's kind of, I don't know. It kind of touched me a little bit when you said uh, some of those signatures, those people aren't even here no more. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I had one guy come up. Um, and, you know, and by the way, all the signatures aren't just from cancer survivors. It could be anything. You know, I, I had one guy come up and um, he was mourning his son. And uh, I mean, guy was burly, tough looking. And I mean, he was just in tears telling me what happened to his son. And his son was still alive, but his son was wanting to end his life. And what had happened was his son had... Um, just joined the military and was fixing to go off to the military and his parents wouldn't let him get a motorcycle or they really pushed against him getting a motorcycle, but he was old enough now and he was fixing to go off to the military that it's not that they let him, they just, you know, they finally supported him and he went and got a motorcycle and he, his dad and his son were at their shop and his, his son left to go to the store or something like that, but on his motorcycle, not even a block away. And he got hit by a drunk driver. And he's paralyzed from the neck down. But this father is going through the fact that his son wants to kill himself every fucking day because he doesn't want to live like this. And you yeah. could just that kind of pain you cannot explain. I mean, it yeah. is. And I get it as a father. I hope to God I never have to go through something like that. But the pain I got goosebumps talking about it. But just the pain that this man was going through and he and he put on the trunk um keep your head up or something like that with, with about his son you know so i got a bunch of stuff like that on the trunk you know just yeah. people's you know everybody's like i said everybody's going through something but man it, it is what's the plans with the trunk are you just gonna clear it hang it up yeah that's what i'm gonna do that's exactly yeah. what i'm gonna do I'm gonna clear it and hang it up and um again just put another one on there but yeah that's what i plan on doing hang it up in the shop Heck yeah that's so cool man john and uh and, and Michael, 417, I mean, that sounds so much like our podcast, right? It does. Yeah. Exactly. For sure. Like, we, we've had stories of people come on here and talk about wanting to commit suicide. Others yeah. have talked about um, being kidnapped by relatives. Oh, like, wow. you name it. Like, it goes – because we always say this. Like, John could say it best. The cars are what attract us. But what, Johnny? Oh, it's the people that I fall in love with. Yeah. You know, yep. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's much more than a car community, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's much, you know, we're part of a community that's about the people yeah. and whether that be the racing community or the car show community, whatever that is, we're all brothers and sisters and we all support each other. I mean, that's the coolest thing about either going to a race or going to a car show is like that person is immediately your brother. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. And, it, and it's not just like you're saying that it's, you feel it, you know? Yeah. Like, right. like you make real connections with people and I'm sure, you know, you, 
you, you go, you do the same thing. Like these people have made an impact on yes. your life and you have made an impact on their yep. life. And that's, that's the other thing, you know, with this was all this cancer and all this other stuff I've gone through and, and don't get me wrong. I have always been an approachable person. Um, you know, I, I, I've listened to people's stories, but I'll just be honest. There's sometimes some of the stuff may go in one ear and out the other. Right. And right. with all this shit that we've been going through, it just makes me listen even more to these people yeah. that come up and, and want to tell me their story and want to tell me what they're going through. I mean, I would listen to it before, but not as intent as I do now. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It just, it is, it, I just think completely different now. Yeah. I, I get yeah. that totally. I think, I think we as a podcast get that totally because, you know, when we first started, the idea was always to be like this, like, to find out about the people behind the car. Yeah, we want to know about your car. We want to know about your racing and all that cool shit. Because that's that's what we're attracted to you for, right? Right. But at the end of the day, it's like we see these people at shows or strips. And I don't know. Like like I said to you before we started recording, we just didn't have enough time to talk and get to know these people. And you would, again, one ear and out the other because you got two, three, four people trying to talk to you. Right. But after right. doing this pod, I think John will say the same, like, I definitely listen much better than I yes. on day, oh, yes. day one oh, than for now, sure. For sure. you know, and I can yeah. promise you, Mike, like this podcast that you're doing right now and all you've talked about, I will 1000% get messages by someone out. Right. You've helped something yeah. you said here tonight, help someone. I can I promise so. you that. I and that so. may be across the ocean, yeah. but I promise you it did. And that's super cool to me. And it's, yeah. I'm super thankful for you to come on and be open about it. Well, we, I definitely want to do it again. And like I said, I want to come to some more of the car show stuff. And if you guys will just keep in touch with me and just, e even if I can't make it, at least let me know when it is. And if, you know, our paths can cross this next year, yeah, yeah. You know, or maybe we'll be in the area. I mean, yeah. we always yeah. love, I, like I really, the, over the last two, three years this year, like I said, we weren't able to do anything extra, but in the prior years, I really enjoyed because I would go do a couple car shows or, or, or do a, uh, you know, to where we just unloaded the car. And I would always tell people, I said, the best thing about this is I won't break anything. You know what I mean? Cause you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know no, I mean? I would, so, we would love to see you, man. We would love to see you. And we, we know we have a booth set up and we'd love to get you over there. I mean, I'll just say it, there's it so many, there's so many Fox body Mustang shows out there nowadays. Yeah. There's a lot for you to choose from, but I mean, there's a handful yeah. that really stand out that are like the king. When, you know, when's the first when shall's first event? So so as usual, they don't fucking tell us until you know it's you know two or three months into the next year. However, we've heard rumors that it's gonna be at the end of February is when it starts. Okay. And but I've also heard rumors it's gonna be the first of March. So so finally that's like normal time because there's yeah. sometimes they didn't start till May or June, you know. What and does then June look like for you guys? Do you I mean Usually, what does June look like? Uh, well, well, June is normally yeah. There's there's a couple of events in June because it starts to get hot and they, and they normally will go do the street stuff then. And so, yeah. like July, like the the bootleg schedule that I did see, and we don't know if it's correct or accurate or not. It was like a leaked. I mean, all this shit secretive, you know. But with the 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 schedule that I saw, there was nothing in July. So either they're going to try to do some more street racing in July. Or they're just not doing it because it's hot. But normally that's not what they're doing. They're normally the reason why I say that is, is in June we have an event called Ford Takeover that's in Jackson, Tennessee. Okay. 
that's not too and, far. And and there's the yeah, there's a track there that once they want me to come back. Baskin, Don Baskin, I guess bought that track. Yeah, that's that the yeah. right track. Major improvements yeah. and uh, yeah. major improvements and uh, Caleb uh, Richards, Foxcast Media, and uh, a couple of others put that show on and. Yep. It's it's by far. I mean, look, there's a lot of I'll go to all of I've been to every event, but and John knows this about me. That is the one event that yes. if I can only pick one and there's bigger ones, but that is the one event that I will not miss. Okay. Well, yeah, just just let me know about it. Shoot me a text. And I, and what yeah. I do is yeah, you know what? I get, if I get an event like that, I'll put it on my schedule and I'll put it in a certain color to just know that, hey, this is something we would like to go to. And yeah, okay. at least I'll see it. You know what I'll do, Mike? Um Again, you don't have to feel obligated to any of it. You're a busy dude, but I'll I'll create a I'll send a text with all the major shows. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, and dates and weekends, and you know, kind of this is this, this is this, this is this. Yeah. And then if you could stop by and make make one, that'd be awesome. And not not for us. There's literally like like Fox Soberfest. You'll get 800 a car show with 800 nothing but Fox body Mustangs. Dude, right. I would love it. I would absolutely you know, love it. Like. Those people would love to see you there. You know? This year we had Tim Lynch that showed up. And I really? Tim Lynch came there. Yeah, Coyote swapped uh, twin turbo. Yeah, thing was bad. <laughs> wow. And with with that said, I know Mike's wife's killing it tonight on the Christmas tree. Is it all yeah. squared away? Did she do a good job? It's done. Yeah, it's done. Oh, good. Yeah, so sure you got out of that, didn't you? So you could thank us for that one. You got out of that. Yeah, you're welcome. Hey, look Great at that. Job. Yeah, look at her. She did good. You did. Tell them hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. And Mike, and if you'd ever want to come back on, you know what would be cool if we could get what's your wife's name? I'm sorry if I don't Lisa. Know. We if you and Lisa come on together, I would love to get her perspective. Oh yeah. 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 Because I mean, listen, she sacrifices a lot to do this with you. So maybe oh, yeah. we could touch base again before the shows before your race season starts and we could get Lisa's sure. side of this. Uh, absolutely brother I'm, I'm glad i did and i once again i, I apologize it took me so long it dude it's when you do apologize yeah, yeah, it, but it, i'm it, not gonna it, let you go without this because this episode is gonna be released on christmas so i don't expect because you have a whole bunch of kids so you can't pick one just favorite moment unless you want to go back to your childhood but tell okay. us one of your favorite christmas moments that you can remember now it could be any time from when your oh, kids are when you're a kid or whatever but it's christmas so we're gonna let this go on christmas day Babe, so. you got to help me with this one. Favorite Christmas moment? Um, oh, yeah, but that's traumatic. It wasn't. It wasn't the best <laughs> moment. <laughs> well, we've heard those before on here too, right? Yeah, traumatic Christmas moment. Yeah, man, I, I'm telling you, man. My dad used to. I, I, I would for all I wanted was a motorcycle, right? Because all my buddies had. Uh, uh suzuki's and they they all had motorcycles except for me this is in ohio and so i just fucking begged them that's all i wanted you don't have to get me christmas presents for years you know just i just want to it was only like a 50 it, you know right. like a 75 or a 50 this was back when i was 10 years old anyway so one christmas he gets me a helmet and it's a yellow because that's what color was the suzuki yellow or yamaha yeah, suzuki was yellow and suzuki, blue okay all right so so I wanted a Suzuki, and so he got me a yellow helmet. And I was like, oh, shit. It's like, man, I fucking take off. I'm going to go out into the garage. And he goes, hold up, hold up, hold up. But we don't have the motorcycle yet. But I got <laughs> you a helmet. And dad's working on getting the motorcycle. And I was like, okay, okay. 
man, the motorcycle never came. And then one day I woke up and my helmet was gone. He went and returned it. Oh, man. I'm sorry to hear I'm not bullshitting you, man. <laughs> Maybe not the best Christmas, but the most memorable. <laughs> That's the most memorable. It's definitely not the best. <laughs> well, hey, listen, man. There's an ass to every seat, right? Two sides to every coin. So yes, it is sir. <laughs> yep. So, listen, we're not going to hold you up anymore, man. I just want to say thanks, Mike. I really do appreciate it more than you know. And I know the listeners really are going to appreciate it. And we'd Absolutely. love to have you back. We'd love to have appreciate Lisa come it. back with you. We will. For and, sure. You know, uh, good luck with everything. I'm super happy to hear about where you are with your, you know, your health issues. And uh, we, we truly, truly wish only the best for you. Hey, hey Michael, oh. do you have any, uh, do you have any uh, flat hats for your uh, Foxit? I'll uh, send you some five old silent flat hats. Like, uh, right. like for Tony. <laughs> I need one. So I'll hook you up. I got all you, brother. Right, yeah. All right. Thank so, you all. Everybody listening. Everyone listening. Thank you as always. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Michael. We hope you all have a great Christmas. Happy holiday. Catch Happy holidays, time. Jesse, wherever you are. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. Later. All right, guys. See y'all later.